2: All right, hey, we're jacking in, we're jacking off, we're in cyberspace.
1: <laughs> Weird. We're in cyber hell. We're-, we're jacking in, we're jacking off, and we're jacked. And we're- Don't forget that. <laughs>
2: and we're jacked, boom, boom. Ooh. Yes, we are jacked, our hair is spiked, our shirt is open. Uh, uh,
1: our vest is leather, our, <laughs> our gloves are fingerless. <laughs> oh my god. Uh,
2: Spikes, metal spikes are coming out of our eyes for some reason. And, and, we're, and we're robots. We're and punk we're rock robots. And we're posting on
1: alt.billyidol. Uh,
2: what was it? Anet? Dot, or... uh,
1: meet. <laughs> <laughs> Love. What's, what Love. the fuck is
2: it called? What was it called? Usenet. Usenet.
1: Yeah. Yeah, we're, we're on, on our... Up. Usenet.
2: We're on our Billy Idol Usenet uh, ICQ chat room. And This is pre ICQ, actually. This is this is okay. But he
1: did so all right. Well we're, we're gonna wait ahead so way, way ahead of ourselves. Way wait, ahead. hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs>
2: <laughs> we are cyberpunks this week, everybody. Uh, welcome to make it stop. Bad music.
1: A good times.
2: <laughs> I'm Heather Mac.
1: I'm Mike Dunn. I keep pulling away from the microphone, like right in the middle of this introduction. We love that. We love uh, that. To try to fix the video.
2: Uh, fantastic. It's
1: been a day of technical difficulties. We only just got started, I think, 45 minutes after we were supposed to because uh, Heather got a new job and can't mooch equipment off of her old job anymore. So (laughs) we're trying to figure something out
2: yes yes they gave yeah i yours truly is now a uh actually i shouldn't even i shouldn't even talk about my job my job is too serious for me to talk about on this podcast so never mind (laughs) strike it from the record um uh,
1: (laughs) professional i'm i'm a professional uh, now (laughs) uh prohibitionist uh pro he agent what breaking up speakeasies for uh, covid speakeasies
2: that's what i'm doing that's what i'm doing Get out of, get out of town. Get out buster. of town. No, that's not true at all. None of this. <laughs> we are, we are, we are wilin'. Um No, I think we're wildin' because this was genuinely um, a treat of a,
1: of a make it stop album, I'll say. I'm not going to say treat, but it was, you know, I, it had some flavor. It had some flavor. I... A, just a little spice there. A
2: little. The spice must indeed flow. There's there's <laughs> plenty of spice. There's plenty of spice by way of cocaine and probably um, some DMT. I think we we definitely get some some vibes of what happens when you take some research chemicals oh, and yeah. stare at a, a Winamp playlist for you know hours on end. Not like I've been there.
1: Definitely some stim packs. You know. Oh some, yeah. Uh... Um, some
2: some some floppy diskettes uh,
1: some Radax I I cannot remember any of the drugs from from Fallout but a bunch of those
2: (laughs) yeah Yeah. this is like what happens if if, you know when you're Soma
1: from um, Brave New World some of that that's what I'm on because this is it's just every damn cyberpunk story Mm -hmm. but the protagonist is a little guy named Billy Idol a little guy just a little guy, just a little oh, guy,
2: just a little friend, <laughs> just a little friend. We know. Um, actually, before we get into talking of really unpacking this insane, this insane record, um, which is insane for many reasons, I want to uh, warmly welcome um, another another little friend who's here with us <laughs> on the podcast. That's true. Uh, we have Manny Raposo. Woo.
0: Hello. Hi. I am honored to be here discussing <laughs> Sir Billy Idol. <laughs> Sir
2: Billy Idol. That's true. Did he get actually, knighted? actually
0: don't know if he I got don't... knighted. I would be very
1: surprised if he got knighted. Um, He's overdue if he hasn't been. Honestly. He's overdue. The man... <laughs> Touch that sword to that man's shoulder, well-toned shoulder.
2: <laughs> he does have great shoulders. Really this is nice a man he chiseled, chiseled from the cyber gods. He didn't even need the computer enhancement. He was just ready to go. <laughs> um, so, Manny, uh, friend of the pod, friend friend of us, current cyberpunk Manny Raposo, uh, tell us what the heck made you choose this album because this was your <laughs> idea and honestly i am i'm so grateful for so many reasons because a lot of times we're just going through like a, a miserable dirge and this was if not a good album it was not a good album. Just spoiler alert stoppies uh but it is a fucking insane and very fun and uh and very funny album. Um, what was your experience with this album uh, coming into this that made you decide to to choose this to discuss today?
0: Okay, there are two things. All right, the first thing, I grew up listening to Billy Idol. Um, I don't know my <laughs> my parents uh, listened to a lot of like eighties rock, yes, um, which included Guns N' Roses, Queen and we had Billy Idol records that they would put on and I like knew all of his hits. Yes. Um, so I just, I wound up inheriting these records and it made me want to do a deep dive into Billy Idol um, when I came across Cyberpunk. Now, Cyberpunk is a concept album, mm-hmm. which immediately like takes my curiosity. Also, Cyberpunk came out, that game thing happens. No, cyberpunk is like which i learned i have the wikipedia article open because oh, i'm yes, like i yes. can't keep notes for fucking shit um <laughs> sorry i'm swearing oh um, you can swear
2: we're not is, okay this, this <laughs> is an
1: explicit podcast
2: <laughs> we're edgy
1: we got the e-tag for explicit <laughs> <laughs> but
0: Love okay moves. fucking okay so apparently there was a cyberdelic subculture yes. and like I just feel like this album, he really tried with this album, yes, and something happened. (laughs) Yes. And I'm not saying it's good, um, because it had a lot of negative reviews, Uh, but (laughs) (laughs) it's certainly something. And I think it's very, it's a great example of the era in which it was made which was like the early nineties where like the internet was becoming a thing, you know,
1: like chat. People were
0: going into chat rooms, I guess. What was what it? Yeah, yeah, no, definitely.
1: Yeah. It was the early internet. Yeah. It was also the beginning of like Email? electronica and techno. And I feel like
2: industrial.
1: He, yeah. And, and definitely industrial, definitely like a post nine inch nails world. And I think you no, hear this
2: is nine inch nails. I looked this up because I was trying to, Nine Nine Inch Nails started in
1: 1998.
2: No, 1989.
1: 1989. Oh, I was like, why did I? I was
2: like, I looked this up because I was like, did they influence? Did this influence Nine Inch Nails? No,
1: absolutely. Nine Inch 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 Nails influenced. Also surprised. Nine Inch Nails and Orbital and the Prodigy (laughs) and all those early techno were definitely a factor here. But I feel like for all of like his supposed like looking to the future and trying new things and you know trying to be like exemplify you know futurism it really does often just sound like in excess which i feel like is not, <laughs> is still very 80s i feel like he's still pretty stuck in the 80s he's like trying but he's definitely stuck the guitars the like yeah. guitars are very 80s they're like and hair he, metal and this is like like i said like orbital's first album had come out uh, you know, uh, Nine Inch Nails had dropped an album and two EPs by now. They're about to drop the Downward Spiral. Like, this is not this. It's it's very funny. This sounds very funny to me because it's like trying to be very current, but it is super. It's like an 80s conception of like what what is the future gonna be? like? What is the? It's like the 80s looking to the 90s, like wow, it's the future. We're living in it now, but like, I'm I'm not part of it because I'm a total like 80s. 80s guy he's a total 80s guy and he forever will be
2: well and what had happened was was that my dude was definitely a hardcore like heroin and coke addict, and was like on a lot of drugs. And I think somebody like hooked him up with with the spice and the soma, like a little bit of that cyberdelic shit. So he was like, <laughs> he,
1: he did heroin and then did v- virtual reality. He
2: <laughs> did. He literally no. He literally that's was like what like, the album's uh, about, right? I, I think. I think he did some fucking LSD and some DMT and fucking did. And here's the thing. It wasn't album-wise, so you called this a concept album. I would say this is a concept. (laughs) It is a concept that he forced into album form. It's
1: like 70-something minutes of concept, though.
2: Oh, well, that's half of them are interludes. (laughs) Half of them are interludes. Before
1: this episode, I looked up how long this
0: album was because I was like, oh, it's going to be like 35 minutes. No, no, no. How long this album was. One hour and eleven minutes. It's unacceptable. Yeah. It's unacceptable. It's movie
1: length, it and is- honestly, every single song is is at least twice, like at least twice as long as it needs to be.
2: Or it should have been a soundtrack for a movie. So I, you're talking about having your Wikipedia page. open, like a open? full
1: moon entertainment movie. That's yeah, what I was saying. Absolutely. This is this is like a bad '90s VHS in music form. Yes. This is this is something you rent for the cover. At your like, local video store, not even the Blockbuster.
2: So so speaking of precisely that, that was some of the research I chose to embark on last night was watching Lawnmower Man, which was one <laughs> of the big <laughs> influences for this album. Um, unfortunately, Lawnmower Man also way too long. Yeah. Why is it so long?
1: Similar thing where it's like, It's like entertaining and crazy, but like too long and like very cheesy and
2: extremely and badly cut and badly edited and everything's all over the place. And it looks like it was, you know, you know, put together very, you know incidentally and rather than intentionally yeah it, it's a wild the, the the virtual reality effects in that movie are incredible I just think what happened is fucking Billy Idol was really bored of of heroin and he just decided to some you know he got turned on to to doing some fucking research chemicals and you know <laughs> and fucking discovered email and, like, watched <laughs> lawnmower man really high and was like, yes,
1: this is it. I'm got, ready. I'm very I'm high on email. I'm okay. high on email. I don't need heroin anymore. I'm high on email.
2: <laughs> I don't need heroin. I have heroin, baby. <laughs> baby. Yeah. Manny,
1: I- so, Manny, did you – so your parents liked 80s music. Did they have this album or did they have, like, the Billy Idol classics? oh no they did not have cyberpunk but they did you know
2: (laughs) so they were smart they had taste is what you're saying (laughs) no (laughs) (laughs) because
0: i can tell you i have like i have um so i have whiplash smile which is his album he released in 86 um and i have oh i wish i I have uh billy idol his Mm self-titled um they're not good albums Mm -hmm. Which is funny like they have the hits on there like white wedding, Hot in the city. um but I like aside from the hits, not great albums. Mm-hmm. so I was really excited listening to cyberpunk because even though i I only remember one song from cyberpunk,
2: um
0: which is Shock to the system, but
2: that's a I, song I, that's a song
0: that is a song <laughs> uh,
2: he did something he did at least feel you know at least i feel like at least
0: this album he tried he did be cohesive yeah and i have to give i have to give him some effort i don't know i have to give a for effort but we'll see when i listen to it again because maybe i'm I'm remembering it too
1: fondly It's, (laughs) it's very ambitious for sure uh he's certainly going for something um, and yeah I agree with you like you know I was never like a huge Billy Idol guy but I um, one of my two friends who used to drive me to school uh, you know, after we all got our licenses in high school like he used to only listen to Thrice and Billy Idol I
0: love that
1: um, oh, is that the gender I, I binary
0: just... is that the <laughs> is that where... no we he was
1: very straight it. he joined the Air Force oh god uh, yeah yeah <laughs>
2: pour one out (laughs)
1: uh but yeah i agree that the billy idol filler tracks on those albums like the ones that aren't the hits are like not great yeah and i think the filler tracks on this album are insane and while still like bad Way more interesting than the filler tracks on, like, the best-known Billy Idol albums.
2: This is, this is the, like, honestly, this is what I mean by a treat. Because this is so ambitiously missing the mark that it almost hits, it hits something else. Like spectacularly. Like it's, it's a really, as you said, a beautiful disaster or a, a disaster piece is, is the term we use, right? When something is so ambitious and so, you know, cause he really put in, he didn't, we could argue that he didn't put in enough work into understanding the cyberpunk culture and community, but he actually did put in work. He was, he was active on these message boards and, and, you know, very, 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 very early web communications. He got connected to these, you know, People on the fr- on the front lines of the internet counterculture. Uh, I mean, the internet and they was hated.
1: They hated it. The they were like the w- appropriation, <laughs> basically.
2: Yes. Well, the internet <laughs> was the counterculture. Like that's the whole thing. Is that and that's what he actually resonated with. Because I was going to say my experience with Billy Idol. Um, was actually through Generation X with his first punk you know album, oh, yeah. or his punk band yep. that came out in the late '70s, and that was on that um, seminal mix CD that my dad gave me when I was like 14, um, and it had "Kiss Me Deadly," and I re- I remember it because it's in that scene from SLC Punk when like Heroin Bob is like or like whatever Steve os saying, "What's this?" and he puts in the tape, and Heroin Bob says. It's new. And then plays, <laughs> you know, Kiss Me, Deadly, Tonight. It's a great song. Huh. It's a great I, song. I'll
1: be honest, I never got into Generation X. Is it worth checking out?
2: Honestly, no, because <laughs> well, it's interesting. It's good. It's it's really a pop. It's a pop, you know, band. Um, even though they had the punk aesthetic, they were kind of, you know, Generation X basically formed because Billy Idol went and saw, you know, s- the Sex Pistols. How many bands formed just because they went and saw the Sex Pistols and were like, a yep. A ton,
1: like Buzzcocks. Buzzcocks there's a whole yep. <laughs> scene in uh, 24-hour party people about it.
2: No, yeah, so they. So Generation X was my introduction to Billy Idol and I liked it. I, I don't think you really need to like, it wasn't like critical, you know, but it, it, was, it was really catchy. That song Kiss Me Deadly is good. They named the next
1: generation after that band. Like that's, that's going to count crazy. for something, right? That does count that's for something. That is
0: crazy. You know, I really have to credit Billy Idol actually for my interest in punk music in the first place. Yes. Like they have cause he's like baby's first punk.
1: Yes. Yeah. Everyone yeah. has like, an in. You know, yeah.
2: Yeah. It was like, green day for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, right. For many. He, like he had like that
0: aesthetic. He really embraced the punk aesthetic. The problem was
3: mm. he was a
0: pop singer which is all about commercialization which is like the very like antithesis of punk so i can see like why this cyber sorry cyberdelic counterculture movement would be like hey it's not very cyberpunk to make an album
1: about cyberpunk
2: Right, right. It's like Fight Club, you know? You're not supposed to. And that's how they felt about it.
1: And it's like I said, it wasn't actually futuristic sounding. It was like a dated perception of what futuristic sounding would sound like. When, like, actual futuristic music was, like, already happening.
2: It was the soundtrack to the Beyond the Mind's Eye VHS tape that I own with, like, fucking the earliest computer graphic, computer animated graphics, like, in a trip screen forever. Like, those of us who indulge in the in the cyberdelic drugs every once in a while have sat and watched a VHS trip screen of cool fucking animations and, and like, been on drugs and been like, man, like, if, uh, if I was the king of the world, I could, you know, take all of the tubes of the Internet and, and squish them into one flat circle. And then I could, you know, just the stupid fucking dumb shit that you come up with when you are, um, you know, uh, psychedelically enhanced and and watching a trip screen but we don't have access to million dollar studios and <laughs> actually but that's, <laughs> this not, even just true. His that's not even true home studio yes so okay i i'm getting ahead of myself so well we're not we don't have access to like a record label blowing. that will put it out this is his mind blowing and
1: actually i was gonna say this is almost <laughs> i almost want to say that this is like the cory feldman's uh um <laughs> angelic to the core of its time because I feel like Corey Feldman was really he was trying to like you know be like very current and like integrate these like dubstep sounds and like <laughs> just like really just do like next level music yep but it was coming from such like a 90s you know mindset I and I feel like this is just like one generation back of that this is this is such an 80s uh 90s future album it's very wild and it is so similar to me in every way to like watching lawnmower man like you said yep. it, it it just is that it is it is a z album
2: yeah, it's a Z album with great visuals. I mean, with incredible <laughs> visuals and highly enhanced when you are enhancedly high. I think it, it will definitely help you out. I I smoked a little bit of weed to 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 fully dive in and appreciate this uh, appreciate this mess. And it, it it certainly it certainly artificially enhanced the experience. I think, but so I think we need to talk about the fact that like okay, we we mentioned we're gonna get into when we talk about the songs. That a lot of them are bad. A lot of them are way too long. A lot of them are very, they're not cyberpunk, whatever cyberpunk is. But the internet and the the revolution of the internet provided to him a a punk way of being able to do, you know, create this whole album on a computer. Like, you know, in a studio, like not in a studio, like in an apartment, basically. He was the first artist, um, like major artist to use email to use floppy disks to you know advertise
0: if i can get my hands on a really Idol floppy disk,
2: <laughs> oh my god a lot of people on these message boards really uh, rejected him and and we could talk about why and and you know these insular online communities and and their gatekeepy bullshit but he was on there engaging with fans directly in a way that no other major artist ever had before. It doesn't sound great because it's still Billy Idol behind all of this, yeah. The, you know that the guy <laughs> that that '80s guy who you know was a really good like pop star, but maybe didn't have a lot of great songs beyond the hits. Yeah, um, this is only
1: like four years before he was in the Wedding Singer. Yeah. Oh my god. Uh, if you think about it. Master cameo role.
2: <laughs> you know, and he got involved in, what was it, The Well, which was one of the oldest online communities. He had his own personal email account. He was um, printing ads at the time with his email address on them. Can you imagine?
1: That's very ahead of his time. So he got yeah. some he gets And some they credit. rejected him. They rejected him, which just shows you, you know, you want to talk about the Snyder Cut community. You know, this toxic fan base stuff has been around forever. <laughs> this toxic internet community stuff.
2: The themes, the production, You and don't want to talk about the Snyder
1: Cut community? I don't. I don't. Are you sure? <laughs>
2: Um, he so he really predicted. No, I'm moving on entirely. Immediately. Um, <laughs> Do
1: we want to riff on that? for No, a bit? we
2: don't. We don't. Um, <laughs> he completely predicted the way that in the internet was going to affect music production and the music industry. Too, you know, he was like, he was like, people are going to just be able to record at home. People won't need fancy studios. People will be able to connect directly to their fans. People will able, be able to collaborate with people all over the world. And he did all of that shit with this album. Like, that <laughs> in and of itself is is very uh, impressive. And he was right. I mean, his predictions were all, all you know, came true. And he was the first major artist to really embrace this. Um And probably embraced it too much.
3: (laughs) Right. A
0: little too much. much I was reading a little bit. He was like very like into cyberpunk. Like he was very like into the eighties cyberdelic community and subculture. And he it, it just feels like every time I read about it like all the research he did, all the books and essays he read, like the communities yep. he tried to be part of, well, he, he was kind still rejected. Of read them. <laughs> he was all like right, well, everybody.
2: Right. <laughs> did you hear about this? Where he told anybody who was going to interview him that they had to read. Um, the book Neuromancer, uh, before they <laughs> yeah. interviewed him. Oh, my God. But then, um, uh, and that's, is, is that Saint William Vincent's? Gibson? Yeah, yeah, that William Gibson who wrote that, and apparently he hadn't read it. So, like, <laughs> the, <laughs> the
1: fucking- so they'd ask him about it, and he- They
2: asked him about it. Because he told them all he, they had to read it and he would be That's like, so funny. I just understood it, man. You know, like he just got yeah. it through <laughs> osmosis, basically.
1: That is such a dumb guy move. I it love is a it. big
2: dumb guy move. It's a big dumb True.
1: move. okay. All right, all right, yeah. And, and then
2: William Gibson, I guess, in an interview said so oh yeah he was the one this is the quote that he that William Gibson said a London journalist told me that when Billy did his cyberpunk press junket over there he made it a condition of getting an interview with him that every journalist had to have read Neuromancer anyway they all did but when they met with Billy the first thing that became really apparent was that Billy hadn't read it so they called him on it and he said he didn't need to um, so that kind of that kind of showed him as a bit of a poser which I think was uh, ooh. Ooh, you know worst
1: thing you can be if you're punk
2: it well and you could have you could have levied that against him with generation x too you know you could have levied that and and i think that's why like he had the image down he
1: is a poser hasn't he always been a poser isn't that like isn't he like just the the most successful poser of all time isn't that kind of what billy idol is he that's why i was
0: like he's baby's first punk because like you're like oh i love the aesthetics and you listen to the music and you're like yeah this is hard and then you, someone introduces you to the actual punk. And that's the shoe <laughs> test of like, oh, wait a minute.
1: <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, look, White Wedding and uh, Rebel Yell.
2: Dancing with Myself. Dancing
1: with Myself. Eyes Without a Face. Like, these songs all fucking slay. Yeah. But they aren't punk rock songs. No. No.
2: <laughs> um, so, and I think, I mean, to to pile on to this, apparently he could only type using, like, two, one finger at a time. Like, he was, like, he was literally using the hunt and peck oh, system, my, apparently, Jesus. for finding. And then he also needed notes to log on the internet. He would have his friends in these online communities or whatever, like, because he had some people that were shepherding him through because he was genuinely interested in it. He wasn't just... He was dumb, though, is what it really comes down to. Well, he was
1: a boomer trying to use the internet. And
2: he was, ra- exactly, exactly. <laughs> it's not even the dumb, original. it's just, the original. it's still
1: playing itself out today. Absolutely. I'm sure um, he typed in all caps. Yes, yeah, one sure letter at a time. He weirdly put a space between every period and then he <laughs> two would do spaces. like, yeah, two spaces between every period and then like two commas instead of one for some reason. <laughs>
2: He he would call up his his internet shepherds and like every week he'd be like, oh how do I, how do I get into my email? And they'd be like, all right, we just told you last week, but we'll tell you again. And then I guess in one of the like the the articles I read, he was like, oh sorry, I smoked a fat doobie when I was talking to you, and I <laughs> I didn't remember. <laughs> it's like okay, are you smoking oh a God. fat doobie now? I guess we won't know, but um. You know, I, he did, he did kind of defend himself and say, you know, William Gibson was computer illiterate when he wrote Neuromancer and he, he kind of, he took it from the perspective of, you know, I'm learning, I'm here to learn. I'm trying to immerse myself in this culture. Yeah. I'm not going to get everything right. And that's okay. I'm jumping in head first. Honestly, isn't that kind of a punk thing to do, Mm. you know?
1: I'm subverting what mm. punk means. Mm-hmm. This is probably more punk than his other out like yeah. his 80s albums, you know, in approach. But it's also, I mean, come on. You're giving it a lot of credit now. And I know you, you you've done great research. Thank you for I didn't know <laughs> most of what you just said. Oh good. I was just going off the music, and let's not lose sight of the fact that these songs are fucking batshit bonkers crazy yeah. cuckoo go nuts. It's, <laughs> it is, it's, come on. Like, they are <laughs> They're they are corny in ways I don't think I've ever heard on this show, in, in many cases. Like, the spoken word bridge, yeah. bridge on every, every song has, like, a spoken word bridge where it's, like, advancing the storyline of this, like, cyborg hero that he's playing it's crazy i know it's cuckoo bananas come on it is (laughs) can i
0: share an anecdote i found about the making of this album yes so apparently he was inspired by cyberpunk Mm -hmm. because he was riding his motorcycle he got into an accident he broke his leg that happened yeah. Uh, he got, uh, he basically, uh, his doctor referred to him as cyberpunk because who they noticed the electronic muscle stimulator on Idol's leg and referred to him as cyberpunk, citing the cyborg qualities of his appearance, which led to his interest in the works of William Gibson and then
2: That's a cool Maybe he read the neuromancer. I don't know he didn't. But (laughs) he was like, Wow, this looks really cool. (laughs) It's kinda
1: funny that someone just like made a pun
2: about him. And he
1: was like Oh, this that's gonna be my new aesthetic, actually. He based his entire personality around this joke,
2: <laughs> and he looks great with futuristic spiked hair and pleather vests. So you he
1: know, always looks great.
2: He does. He looks great. He was a
1: heroin addict, and he looked great.
2: Yeah, I know. I know that doesn't happen very often.
1: He was like Ric Flair for heroin. He was. He was like somehow pumping iron while in like a zombie slump. Like, how does that even?
2: I don't. How know. do you
1: stay that jacked?
2: You know, I did he predict Spotify rappers with this? Did he, you know?
1: Predict- no. <laughs> Let's not. Uh, stop I mean, giving him so fun much fun credit. <laughs> Heather, I I thought the album was fun, too, but come on.
2: It was rare for artists to make albums in a very DIY, like ma- major label artists to make albums in that DIY way. And But he
1: was doing that because he was washed up and his yeah, career right. was over. True,
2: true, 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 true. Fair, fair, fair. He had nothing to say, so he put on a new outfit, and the outfit was The same outfit
1: punk. with, like, wires on it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs>
1: all right, all right, well. All right. But well, no, all right. we're all having fun. I will say this is the best album I've heard on the show in a while. Yeah. Uh, I really, I did have fun with it, but it's still make it stop. I mean, it's still, come on.
2: We're almost positive enough for Cubby Bear to approve of us.
1: I who, like this. Who's Cubby oh, Bear? Oh, that was our
2: negative reviewer who said we were too negative.
1: Oh yeah, Cubby Bear. What do you? What? What say what you now? now? What now? What say Cubby you Bear? now?
0: We're
3: all having Bring, like, fun. some Some positivity into the chat right now. Oh,
1: absolutely. Into <laughs> the AOL chat that we were all
2: trapped in, in cyber hell. Oh. All
1: right. Should we? Uh, should we? Do we have anything else to say? Should we get into the album itself? I feel like we've we've
2: said a lot. We've said a lot. Twenty songs, one hour and eleven minutes. This was uh, 1993, and it it definitely uh, half of the songs are interludes. Yeah,
1: so there's an intro and outro and five interludes. We're gonna skip all of those. Yeah, right?
2: absolutely. So the okay. first, so the first actual song on the album is called Weisland. okay all right okay okay
1: what do we think of wasteland
2: okay um
1: no religion at all (laughs) no religion (laughs) no
2: religion at all i i my first note was neuromancing with myself (laughs) 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 sorry um he sounds very thin and sleepy for like half of the lyrics. And then he goes into this weird fucking Hexus Infern Gully rapping situation where he does the computer crime. Oh, so sublime. A fantasy scene in my machine. It's, it's the vocal uh, affectations on this album. I, I kept thinking, I was like, man, should Billy Edel just have been like a model slash voice actor? He's got that Disney villain energy on this, you know? It, 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 it... Wait,
0: let's not give them ideas. I know. <laughs> let's not give them ideas. <laughs> yeah. He would be. Like, I get... Sorry, he did, an al... he did an album with Miley Cyrus recently. No. It is so. <laughs> no. oh, man. That, we got... We're going to have to do I'm that. I'm sorry. One. I
2: know we're talking. No, no, that's I not. I know we're talking
0: about Cyberpunk right now, but Miley Cyrus released a new album and she has a song with Billy
1: Idol on
2: it. Nope. Is it I'll check
1: it out. Bad? Look, my cousin's going to be mad at me if I don't at least give it a chance. My cousin's the biggest Miley Cyrus fan. We She's didn't still t- mad at me that we didn't have her on for the Miley Cyrus episode. We did do Every that. Every time I see her, she says that I'm not her cousin anymore because I didn't <laughs> put her on that episode.
2: <laughs> Listen. Wait, so is the song bad? I mean, it's a Billy Idol song. Okay, okay. So, <laughs> <laughs> so it's like good, but it's like but it's, goes on It's good, but it sucks. And,
1: um, this particular Billy Idol song, Wasteland, I feel like is not one of the good ones on the album. No. He's doing no. this like uh, industrial hip hop, mm. Peter Gabriel, and I don't <laughs> think that's a combination that works. No. That is not a, that's not, that's that's three great tastes that don't taste great
2: together. Yeah. No. I'm out of the wasteland. I'm into this headman. What does that mean? What what what? You're into this headman? No really. No religion. no religion. Well, yeah, exactly. He sounds all froggy when the he said it. He sounds like, he the sounds gate like
1: fucking. Those vocals is sounds not. like
2: Grover. He's like a Muppet. Go, no religion at all. Like what? That's if you're gonna be, especially when you're a punk, right? And I've heard him or like a whatever a pseudo punk, a cyberpunk you, you know, he does a good snarl. I think the best songs on this album are the ones where he like lets the snarl out. But like, if you're gonna say no religion, like that should be like a fucking snarl. Like it shouldn't be. Like, Like, no religion at all. Like, what,
0: what is happening? No religion.
2: Yeah, and there's, like, this weird, like, loudspeaker vocal distortion that sounds like he's letting you know that Market Basket will be closing in 15 minutes and to take your purchases up front. Like, you know, there's a lot of, you know, distracting from the fact that the lyrics and the concept are pretty thin. In VR land, the future of fun, tell me what to do. In VR law, computer crime. Um, so sublime. It literally just says, um, comma, so sublime.
1: (laughs) I noticed on Genius there were some weird typos on there. No,
2: this is a Google lyrics, but maybe they're wrong. Uh, Yeah. No, you know what would
1: be funny? I wonder if these are the lyrics that he typed out on like net One, one dot finger Billy at a idol. time. And <laughs> then just, and they had tons of typos and, and it's just stayed that way for decades. <laughs> Those are the official lyrics, but it was just him like not knowing how to type.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I think so. And he also says resurrection, like resurrection. Oh, oh God, yeah.
1: Lots of bad sex puns on this. Like just, <laughs> ugh we're gonna get to some more i know oh god oh yeah
2: yeah what did what did you think manny
0: um i think it was a very weak introduction to the cyberpunk concept album you know i was you know we said so much about the vocals I was thinking about the beats like it's like several beats layered on top of each other all being loud at once yes Mm -hmm. and typically I enjoy noise Mm -hmm. um I listen to noise music but uh this sounded less like noise because he was trying to actually do something and
2: uh... <laughs> that should have been the name of the album. It's just Billy Idol does something. <laughs> the album.
1: <laughs> yeah, but no, you're right. It doesn't really sound eq'd. It sounds like no. he like got into the Fairlight software, whatever he was using, and he <laughs> yeah. laid the tracks down. But then he was like, "All right, done."
2: Yeah, it's not a great song. It's not, and it's not cyberpunk. I think is the issue. No. Like, it's not cyberpunk no. at all. It's very.
1: 80s. It's 80s. It's 80s. Yeah. It's just 80s music with some and bae, ba, 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 ba. with a cyberpunk themed uh, lyric here and there.
2: Yeah, and those lyrics are still they're pretty.
1: Yeah. What is this? No religion. Is this a Christian album?
2: This is what I was wondering. I feel like okay. So
0: he's talking about no religion at all. He's ta- he's like supposed to be playing this like protagonist, right? Right. This cyberpunk protagonist. I don't know. I don't know if this is some kind of like like Green Day, American, Jesus of Suburbia type, mm. but like cyberpunk, you yep. know, mm-hmm. like, but it's, you know, Jesus of cyberpunk <laughs> and I'm, but it's Billy Idol and Jesus looks like Billy Idol, so.
1: <laughs> is he supposed to be the Messiah? Or is it I don't like, know if he's... I almost get on some songs, like... There's no religion in this future, and that's bad. Yeah, like that's, that
2: that was my read too. But I can
1: also see him being like, "There's no religion in this future, and it's bad." And also, I'm God.
2: Yeah, well, which
1: would be that's that's actually great. I hope I I like that reading a lot.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he would be right. I mean, Billy Idol has never shied away from just deciding he's something, right? So, and and you know, white men in positions of power always love to, to just decide their things. <laughs> and and impose it on us so you know um
1: oh i know (laughs) (laughs) i couldn't piece it together i was trying to over the course of the album because there's a there's a decent amount of, of religious lyrics and iconography going on but i i just couldn't i couldn't make sense of the story of this album at all really
2: Right, and I don't think that's your fault, Michael.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah. I think that's my dude who just had his fucking vision board and just like, you know, puked up fucking you know VR colors all over it, and just like was like, "Yep, that's what I want." Like he just point just pointed at the Winamp visualizer and said, "That, what yeah. a song." Yeah. And this is pre
1: Winamp visualizer. This I know. was like flying toasters uh, screensaver. Era. Yes.
2: Yep, he was like, That's it. That's the aesthetic. But it's um musically It lacks
1: substance.
2: It yes. Yeah. It's just <laughs> like asking everybody to read neuromancer and not reading it yourself. That's basically that's
1: <laughs> that actually really sums it up. It sure that's does. It. Oh my god. It's, it's a cyberpunk album record. by a guy who didn't bother to read the cyberpunk book.
2: <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. It's just like
0: Shitty book report. It's like the end of summer. He like did like he didn't read it. He like (laughs) on Wikipedia, like reading the summary of the book.
2: Um yes, we don't we know that from uh working with kids. The science fair that's tomorrow and it's like, uh, uh my science project is egg.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this is an egg of a song. This This is an egg science project of a song. But I feel like, you know, there's plenty more to come. Should we move on yeah, to the next one? Yeah, let's go. Oh, yes.
2: Let's go. So this is the big one. This was the big uh, lead single. And by big, I don't think we actually gave, a, gave an accurate kind of representation of how maligned this album was. It came out and pretty instantly was hated by critics, um, by Billy Idol fans, completely ignored it. And then the cyberpunk community fucking hated him and called him a poser and said that, you know, he had no right. So, like, nobody liked it um, at all.
0: <laughs> Except for us. Except I for us. <laughs> like, hey, I 30 years it. later.
2: I <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, this is it's it's new. It's raw. It's vital. Um, yeah. So so this was the first um, the first single. It didn't do well. None of the singles on this album did well. Um, and the album itself fared very poorly It sold very poorly And I don't think I think maybe this was the one song Shock to the system that we're going to listen to That was on A Greatest Hits But that's a bit of a, bit of a stretch uh, Let's get into it
3: All right, you're great,
0: i liked his um (sighs) i like when he went like a
1: lot of good shrieks yeah yeah
2: yeah that's i'm glad that you're starting off in a positive there again we're kowtowing to cubby bear uh because that's very kind of you to start off with a a positive on this one do you all know what this song is about
1: a shock to the
0: system Um, Revolution, I guess, apparently. Do you know what the song
2: is about? No, none none of you? No. Okay, so this is is my man. This is exactly the kind of hubris that gets you into the making of this album, right? Um, So my dude had a whole bunch of lyrics written for this. He wrote the song or whatever, and he had lyrics already written for it. But the day he went to record it um, was the day of the Rodney King riots.
0: Oh, no.
1: Yeah, oh, right. no. It's the interlude, which we didn't play, that comes before oh, no. this. There's footage <laughs> of people talking about the Rodney King. Ro- like, there's mm-hmm. news, yep. audio of a guy. And I wrote down the words, the last words spoken on the inter- interlude leading into the song, which are, it makes you hate this country, the United States of America. It makes you hate that you're black. It makes you hate cops. And it makes you hate all white people. Mm-hmm. And then that leads into this song. Mm-hmm. That's like the intro. Mm-hmm.
2: So he quickly rewrote the lyrics to try to encompass this critical moment in U.S. history where, uh, you know, um, Rodney King was savagely beaten by police um, and it was captured on video. Uh, We now uh, see that uh, every other week, I think, Um, all the time. That is uh, extremely fucked up. And he was like, "Oh shit, this is happening! Uh, it's, it's time for me to give my take." <laughs>
1: so this was so he did this after the incident or after the verdict.
2: This was after the verdict. This was, All right, during, so the this was during the riots. This was during the riots. This is during the riots. So he reimagined the riots as this, you know, dystopian hellscape. Right. And for the video, as many white people did, as many white people did, and but presumably, okay. So then he, in the video, he depicts himself as both the victim of a savage police beating. So he gets beaten by police in the beginning of the video. And then somehow, through by virtue of the police beating starts to some some sort of thing gets jammed in his eye or something some cyber nut gets jammed in his eye or something and and there's yeah. like a stop motion process where he then becomes a cyberpunk and becomes this like you know, like half man half machine that then goes to get revenge on the cops and saves the day so he's like, oh like Both- a
1: reverse robocop that's kind of cool, yeah, but like if Robocop instead of RoboCop was like a guy who got sh- a cop who got shot to his limbs, shot off by criminals, and then became a cyber cop. Uh, he became a cyber victim of police yeah, brutality.
2: Yeah, who then becomes who the then cyber gets hero on the
1: cops. Interesting. And hey, he, I'd watch that fucking full moon production VHS. It's just a little sure. bit
2: odd to him because it's like, it's just another There's, example of white men centering themselves in every yeah. part of the story. Yeah, right?
0: he's, he's also capitalizing on a mm-hmm. tragedy. It would be right. like if someone right now, some like white man right now mm-hmm. wrote a song about like, say, for example, George Floyd, right. it would be awful. Yeah. Right and, and
2: reimagine like,
1: themselves George Floyd, as George Floyd, yeah, and then after I got killed, I became a robot who who killed Derek Chavin. Chauvin. Chauvin. <laughs> like oh geez, like it's uh, bad. when you say it
2: like that, it's, it's bad. bad. It's really bad. It's really bad. Yeah, that
1: is bad. But that's so so early nineties. Oh, well, it's like, so con- white so man Clinton early era 90s. conception of race relations. Yeah, and also. Musically, I gotta say, this just sounds like a regular Billy Idol song. Yeah. I don't hear the future yeah. at all, but I do understand why this was on the greatest hits because this is the maybe the only song in the album that sounds like your typical Billy Idol song.
2: I just, I just, I hate the concept of it. You know, that's just the issue. You're right. But even that, it's just like, you know. Did did you hear the lyrics? Like a shock to the system. Say, yeah, ain't it Irie? He uses the term (laughs) Irie. He actually said,
1: okay, so I thought I must have been hearing it wrong. (laughs) I thought there's no way he just said, isn't it Irie? Jamaican
2: patois. No. Yes, dude. I know. I know. It's not Irie to do this. Why are the
1: musicians on this show always doing that?
2: Jamaican patois. We're going to get into it more with the White Boy Summer episode. Jesus.
1: Oh no
2: The whole It's just So he just The lyrics Again it's the ultimate Dumb white guy That like you know, again, didn't study for the test, and it's just gonna like fail upwards anyway because he already has connections. You know, it's like, oh well, whatever. Like, I I'm interested in this in a very 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 detached and not personal and not actually like interrogating my place into in, in the system kind of way, right? Like, I'm just I'm I know that this is happening, and I'm gonna think about the aesthetics of it, and then I'm gonna put myself as the protagonist of this story and the victim of this story. And, like, the lyrics themselves are just, they're so lazy when you think about them in context and offensive, right? Like, he says, ah, riot, rape, race, and revolution. Ah, yeah. Not the
1: last time he talks about people getting raped on this album.
2: Nope. Um. Here come the fire and my world burns still. You say, yeah. Well, you can. Yeah 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 well thank you yeah well you can rock <laughs> no <laughs> well you can rock this land baby you like a shock to the system i feel good well all right what do we like Wait, what are you talking about? so what that's what i'm talking? saying
1: i think He's he say, wrote yeah. these lyrics yeah he... ronnie king <laughs> ronnie king right. yeah
2: dude like basically
1: it's... yeah
2: exactly exactly that shit is fucked up that shit is fucked up like it should not be allowed Mm -hmm. it should not be allowed it should not be exempted the fact that you can just list off yeah riot rape and race and revolution yeah like what yeah yeah okay
0: it's irie mon. it's (laughs) irie oh no it's fine i was just gonna say like it really shows that you know he is a poser because he's capitalizing on these like terrible events and he's capitalizing on the counterculture movement. Yeah. Because like it once again lacks any substance. Mm-hmm. It's like it there's no you you wrote this about a specific thing. And it still lacks substance.
2: Well, there's no depth to it, and there's no um, of his own person into it, right? He's playing a yeah. character the whole time. I think that's all he ever knows how to do is to play a fucking character, right? And in, in this oh, case, yeah. he didn't even ca- he didn't even sketch out the character. He was just like, "Oh, this would be really cool in a video if I have wires coming out of my eyes, and then I c- kill a cop." Yeah,
1: I want to be a cyborg, <laughs> Rodney King. Yeah, right? a white
2: mm-hmm. Rodney King, right? Like, dude, like. Because
1: I care, you know, about what's going on, and I I feel like... It's just not Irie. Police brutality is not Irie. <laughs> he
2: says, ain't oh it Irie? <laughs> not, it ain't Irie. That's what makes oh, me yeah. question the fact that I think that he wrote the lyrics to the song, and then he very, very haphazardly in last minute added in the words race, riot, and revolution and turned the video into a, some sort of commentary. And then he just used the rest of the lyrics that he had already written for the other song and just kept them.
0: Yeah, and like... Only a white man. Yeah, he does like to play the martyr. Oh, so yeah. like he, you know, as white men do. Uh, <laughs> and savior, yeah, the, the,
2: the victim and white savior man, at the same victim time. Victim and
0: savior, victim and savior at the mm. same time. Mm. Mm-hmm.
2: That's the range we're we're seeing here on this on this saying
1: Okay, Billy Idol, Christ, um...
2: <laughs> God.
1: All right. Well, I think we've cracked it. I think we can move on to tomorrow, people.
2: Oh, he's. Killing global oppression in this one. Yes, so, let's killing, go. He's killing
1: it. He's killing it. Our he's self-appointed
2: it. cyberpunk uh,
1: prince. I, I want. It's like, dude, you are killing global oppression right now. You're fucking killing it, bro. <laughs> You're doing a great <laughs> job. All
2: right, here we go. To fight, I Tell
3: you that I will World War III, Death
2: Sorry, we had to get to the point where Billy Idol invented new metal uh for Mike Dunn.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I dug it. Oh, Absolutely. I liked the evil voiced rap in the bridge. That was great.
2: Absolutely. Fuck yeah.
1: It's it, so funny.
2: It was. It was funny.
1: It is, yeah. Yeah.
2: I, he,
0: his vocals did things this uh, song. His vocals definitely did things the song. Uh, there's there was like a crunch to them.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> it's still like I don't know. I feel like everything is still like all the knobs just pushed all the way to the right. Mm-hmm.
2: But that's what cyberpunks do, you know. That's...
0: <laughs> so that is very
1: cyberpunk. <laughs> yeah, I mean it makes sense if he doesn't know how to send an email without help. <laughs> like I can't imagine he knows how to EQ com- like music made on a nineteen ninety three PC. <laughs> it, was a yeah. it, oh, was it was a Mac. Oh, it was a Mac. Oh man, even yeah, oh, even geez. less. You can't even like get in the back end of those things. Does it sound like any to anyone else like he's saying Sabaro people? <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's a Massachusetts <laughs> regionalism for all the uh, non-New England
1: stubbies out think there. That, I think Sbarro's a no, national chain, is no, it No, no. Yes, because they did that no. joke on The Office. Oh, really? Yeah.
2: They're, Where
1: Mike, Michael Scott's like, Jersey. I'm going to go to my favorite local New York pizza place, and he goes to Sbarro. You know- That wouldn't have landed if they didn't have Sbarro's in the Midwest.
2: The only- I just looked up Sbarro. The first question that comes up is, why is Sbarro so bad?
1: It really has. Third off. is it's how do you off. spell Sabaro? <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, listen, it doesn't. Oh wow, it has six hundred locations. I lied. Oh I shit. Mean, headquarters is in Ohio. I lied. Okay, I knew it. I, I what knew what it talking. was a Midwest sharing. Either way, um, to
1: call a pizza place not something Italian—that's that's an Ohio move.
2: That's a big Ohio move. Um. Yeah, I liked this song a little bit. You know, I did not hate the song. I like the industrial vibes. I like the shreddy guitar solo. I like the raspy, um, vocal delivery. Um, you know, the rapping is extremely cheesy, but I do think he might have invented new metal. So you know, we we'll give him that.
0: I will say, I you know, I have listened to some artists. Uh, currently doing things in like the heavy electronic and techno CM that are like similar-ish yeah. to what Mr. Billy Idol is trying to do here. I don't, I, don't, I, wouldn't, I don't know if
1: I'd call it good. Right. <laughs> I think I'm with you, Manny. This is not one of my favorites. Like, it's... It's a little boring. It still just sounds like it's another one that just sounds 80s. It just sounds like in excess. I think he gets more cuckoo later in the album and really starts leaning into like the electronic influence and actually does try to sound futuristic, but this still sounds pretty stuck in the past to me. Um, I only liked, I really only liked the part where he did the evil rap. Um, yeah. And that's like <laughs> 10 <laughs> seconds.
2: I don't know. I don't know. I thought musically this, this song kind of works, but I, maybe I like in excess. I, I don't know. Sure.
1: A time warp scene, a sci-fi story. A dirt-colored love, you hope for glory. I like to fight. I kill global oppression. <laughs> if I quit, there's no hope of redemption. Uh, what, a, what an amazing story <laughs> to this album. I right? liked.
2: Um, I'm here to tell you to tell you that I won't repent. World War Three, death, pain. <laughs> it's fate. Oh, Let's yeah. do it again.
0: <laughs> I loved his like emphasis of death pain uh <laughs> you did some voice acting in this he's song voice too. acting
2: yeah yeah he's definitely voice acting for sure i do should we move into uh the next one here adam and chains
1: adam and chains adam and chains my adam levine allison chains mashup group
2: or <laughs> <We're- laughs>
1: It's like one of those DJ mashup songs. But it's like a Maroon 5 song and like Poison oh, by Alice in Chains or exactly, something. Exactly, yes. All our songs, the music is all Alice in Chains, but the vocals are all Adam Levine.
2: Oh, no. And I was
1: inspired by this song.
2: Yep. Here we go.
1: Do you want to be hypnotized? <laughs> Should we just oh, my play God, this? no. The hypnotist intro. This is so vaporwave, All right,
2: Stavis. Yes, I, I made that note. Um... Yeah, there's about uh, two minutes of it not being a song before it kind of turns into a song, so we're gonna skip forward here.
3: To the brutes and the web,
1: tearing all apart, you see the shape of things to come.
3: What is not good? We kill each other, like Adam all
2: right enough 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 i'm sorry i got a very funny text from my husband talking about how my cat ate my steak um so <laughs> it needed to interrupt the broadcast uh Okay, so this song fucking sucks. Um, Whoa,
1: this is the shit I a, do like. What? Yeah, this is my favorite song sexy so music. far. It's a sexy. Oh, I music. hate it when he does. Is. It's like sexy. Madonna erotica.
2: I hate it.
1: He, um, he can't do terrible.
2: Madonna erotica.
1: I think if you cut out the two and a half minutes of a guy doing hypnotism in like the least like hypnotic voice, it's like I'm going to put you. Uh, you're gonna walk down a wide staircase a safe staircase and that's gonna bring you to where you want to be in this crazy vaporwave interlude goes on way too long you cut that out this is a solid track this I think vocally I really like when he he croons I think Billy Idol's a good crooner and uh yeah I dug this song
0: I think like it's really interesting I actually like the beats in the song like i like the like the music track he just sounds goofy like he yeah dude (laughs) he like like the the beats are like sexy and smooth and and, like vaporwave almost you know but like when then he starts singing Mm
3: -hmm. and he
0: feels he sounds like he has marbles in his mouth
3: yes (laughs) Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> He's like,
0: what? And that's when it, it loses track for me.
1: I I like it. It's no. like, you know, is, no. is Billy Idol... You know, cyber is is he is Billy Idol sci-fi Danzig is Danzig horror Billy Idol I don't know <laughs> they both kind of do the same thing and I I do like it yeah it's but I get weak
2: identity. Danzig vibe you know the like oh, late uh, I'm trying to play at Riot Fest and I can barely say a word like I'm getting old man from this you know and I don't like the old man sex voice personally for me um it's not not for me. Um, it's it starts out straight up like my fucking uh, you know, self help hypnosis VHS tapes that I like casually take ketamine to with uh, <laughs> my my blow compatriots that you might live with, <laughs> Manny. You can ask you can ask Valentine about our our time with the hypnosis tapes, um, but. <laughs> The thing is, is I'm not on ketamine and um, I, you know, I can't really, even if I was on ketamine and trying to dissociate while telling myself that I am a beautiful and loving creature who deserves love, um, it's really hard to relax with the sound of like the periodic dental drill in the background that keeps like coming in every once in a while. And it also the spoken word is just Dude you know mansplaining my brain chemistry which I don't I don't love um, I might be getting cyber hacked in my in my brain stem um, but it's the everybody's got to wear sunscreen song but in a sensory deprivation tank on too many edibles
0: altered states
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> Yes. it. I said it's pure moods with a Z. There's nothing more cyberpunk than any synths and an echoey crackly grandpa voice where he's just like in a fucking doing a drunk lullaby in a cavern somewhere. I don't I don't like I don't love it. I don't love it.
1: It's fine. I love you both. You're you're both valid, but I do fuck with the song heavy. I do hey, love that he invented. Thank you. I
2: love that he invented Vaporwave. He invented new metal, he invented vaporwave. He's ahead of his time. You know? He didn't invent a good song.
0: <laughs> but good at many what knows many things, can do many things, not good at
1: any of it. Billy of many.
2: <laughs> Billy of many, idol of none. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I you know, I just I don't know. This was the first time I feel like on the album that Billy Idol really like went out of his comfort zone, and I appreciate that from him. And you know what? It is a competent down tempo song. I'm gonna just. I it's give six it to minutes
2: him. and twenty four right. seconds long. Right. All right. Long. So I'm telling you though,
1: just cut out the hypnotist part. That that is you. I will. I will give it I don't a bad like mark. Voice when you know he it's does. not an A. I'm not giving this song an A. Because the intro went on too long.
2: The intro goes on for half the it song. It is like half the song, yeah. And but then his voice th- is the just
1: whole one time. of many songs that are it's twice just, as long. Uh, as they uh, should. Be. Uh,
2: uh, 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 he's like doing like a Shatner thing. I like. It. I don't. Oh my god! No,
1: it's not a Shatner thing. <laughs>
2: it's, it's a little bit of a Shatner thing. Thank you. Thank you. No. Thank you. Thank you. I'm being validated. We're I valid. Think it's
1: a it's a Billy Idol thing. I don't think it's that much different from. Uh the like bridge of White Wedding where he's like What is it oh, reminding of you? Love you, babe. <laughs> you know, um he's always done that. Right, That's like
2: but in that song classic. it's cocooned by a good song. And in this song, it's just well, well, it's it's Enya. I think like, I think
0: also like he was more articulate in his older ballads. Like I love Eyes Without a Face. But uh um, this one, he kind of lost me a little bit where I just could not
1: understand what he was saying. See,
2: they no know who. other songs. I defer to them. Okay.
1: I know other Billy Idols. I told you I would. I was driven to school by my Thrice <laughs> friend who listen to Billy <laughs> Idol almost Thrice every day.
2: Fred. I love that you. I love that. What a very distinct I had a Venn lot diagram. of Thrice friends.
1: We all loved Thrice. We loved Thrice so much. <laughs> We're going to sing a riot fest. Say there were three of you. I love thrice. I've thrice. seen thrice thrice actually. I think. Yeah. The, I feel like they're not that great live. Yeah,
2: they 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 do Ugh. the thing. They do the alkaline trio thing where they're just like mechanical, like they just go through the songs and it's just like we can do this professionally. Thank yeah. you and pay us. Good night. I feel <laughs> like,
1: like I've seen them like in three different years and it was the same set list every it time. Was. Yeah, for sure. Anyway. Uh anyhow this is the thrice cast you're listening to thrice
2: thrice this is thrice done and i'm (laughs) heather mac 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 (laughs) (laughs)
1: this is
2: so dumb we're so dumb all right
1: Uh, we should take a quick break before we uh we continue yes let's get an emotional we're getting to that point
2: emotional uh cleansing get another seltzer maybe another beer All right, stoppies. We are back after a protracted uh, rest period.
1: (laughs) Yes, we're back. We had a normal length break. This certainly is not a completely different day.
2: No, not at all.
1: Just got a
0: lot of rest <laughs> in that short five minute break
2: we all took. Yeah, it's a like d or something. Like we just had to take our little uh, restorative nap. Uh, no, Manny, Manny was was uh, tired and wooed by Chinese food, and honestly, we cannot compete with Chinese food. So we are here. Just we to also finish. have
1: just a bevy of pe- technical problems. Yeah, you we, know, we this figured it out, Stoppies. We figured it weird. out. We're, We're making, making it work. work. We're using my crappy Behringer interface, and it just took a long time to figure out. All the ins and outs of
2: We're dancing Putting two
1: headphones into it
2: We're neuromancing I know We're professionals Is what we're saying <laughs> We're professionals It's
1: cyberpunk it's, it's cyberpunk Exactly Oh yeah We are fully jacked in
2: it, We're on the edge of our seats Stoppies I know you are too uh, So let's get Right the fuck back into it uh, The next song here Is neuromancer
0: Oh, oh. Right on the nose there <laughs> Oh yeah
2: Let's go Only
1: from space can-
2: How much of this burning? sick is this one sick
1: (laughs) (laughs) it might be it's it's like it might just be a fight scene from exact stockings or from vip starring (laughs) pamela anderson
2: or 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 mortal kombat i it doesn't matter (laughs) this it's
0: this would be a great Mortal combat fight absolutely
2: And and you got those Berlin scents. You got the like you or you got the fucking I don't know. I'm just I'm I'm transported. I'm transported to the fucking like the steam shooting out at a club in Berlin. Just like whoosh and the techno drums and like I don't know. It's um I, I don't know. It's kind of sick. It's such a cool intro and build up. Although I do still kind of like shrivel when I hear his voice. It's the voice that doesn't quite uh, get it. He doesn't know whether to be like all the way on rock and punk or whether he's like of telling a story and it's kind of like this. And it, I, I don't know. Um, it's the kind of guy outside of 7-Eleven smoking a cigarette energy with the with the vocal delivery. But the music works.
0: <laughs> I thought he was like trying to sound sexy. <laughs> um, because uh, he does that, you know, sn- guttural, like, like kind of snarly, like, you know, I'm a sexy rock star type thing. And we've all
2: already uh, agreed that, like, he is a sexy, sexy man, right? Like, we're all uh, on did we? did we? Oh, no, we no. We that he's
1: jacked. We he didn't is- talk about the face. Okay,
2: I think he's fucking hot. Jesus. <laughs> he can neuromance me. Go
0: on. This song was specifically <laughs> written for you.
2: <laughs> I mean, listen, he's like what? Like 50 something when he's, I, I don't know. His, he's, he's rocking it. He's right. He might not be 50. Now he's like, I don't know. I don't know. What is time? I'm in cyber hell. Go on, Manny. Continue.
0: <laughs> well, I, you know, I was doing some reading um, and I found out that this was his uh last album before he took a 13 year break. And yeah. <laughs> you know, it's I was like, oh, so this is what he left off on. Like this mm. is his legacy is this cyberpunk album. Uh, in which it was all based on like him reading Neuromancer. Uh we're not reading he, and- yeah, not we're reading. or not he reading read it. Yeah. Not reading it. Or not reading
2: skipping it. Cliff he- noting. Cliff noting.
0: <laughs> he wrote the Spark note. No. no. <laughs> Making other
1: people read it and describe it to him. <laughs>
2: uh, but, you know, he wrote
0: a song about the book, which I love when artists write book report songs. Yeah. Um, yeah. You have it with Kate Bush's Withering Heights oh. classic. Oh. Panic at the Disco did Time to Dance, which is about Invisible Monsters. So I love a good book report song. <laughs> I, I, this one, I'm... I don't know what he's trying to tell me.
2: <laughs> yeah. So
0: I think I give this song, if I were his English teacher, um a C for effort. Yeah. But you could have read the
3: book.
1: Yeah. Right. Yeah. I haven't read Neuromancer, but I can tell this song has nothing to really do with it because he's kinda just he's kind of just spitting buzzwords out.
2: Yeah, let's let's talk about the buzzwords. Denied love in the age of ruin. Suicide toxins of my own demise in cyberspace, you know how much the earth ain't learning. Smoking out the man inside the child. Yeah. <laughs> it's that more that like beat poetry weirdness.
1: Smoking out the man inside the child.
2: Yeah, it's uh It's, it's, (laughs) it's, what is the fuck does that mean? Like, what is it? I, there's, there's some sort of vague, like, eco, like, consciousness, too, on this, like, you know, we're not talking, like, earth crisis or anything, but, like, there are (laughs) definitely, like, some elements of, like, the world is burning and everything, you know, everything is, man has destroyed this, this world that we live in, you know, but then he just, yeah, I mean, it just smoking out the man inside the child and then the, i i don't know if you guys notice this i want to play this but at the very end of the song it just sounds like the song ends with the sound of him hitting a joint so i feel like that's very appropriate right like he's like yeah smoking out the man inside the child <laughs> <laughs>
1: so it's the song about like oh, yeah. smoking up a 10 year old
2: yes that's what it is sick
1: mm-hmm. um i didn't i didn't think it was that great uh i thought I, I liked what he was going for. It's got that early techno beat, but I I just think it's too generic. It's too the beat isn't punchy enough. It's not mixed right, and oh, none of no, it's mixed right. There's no like break, uh. So it just it does just give me the like very much the vibes of a tele a network. Uh, television soundtrack like a show that would be on UPN at like 2, at like two in like afternoon I was gonna afternoon. say that WWE w- entrance song yes <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: yes yes uh, it, yeah, it, but it doesn't even have enough build-up. I agree. There's a lot of those songs in this album, again, that it goes too long. It doesn't It doesn't have that, like, crescendo. Mm-hmm. It just kind of, like, f- stays. But I don't I do I don't know. I'm a sucker for the synths. I'm a sucker for that echoey reverb and that industrial. It, th- he's not the one. He's not doing the best job of it, but it is, um, I don't know. It's fun. I guess, yeah. you, you know. It's fun
1: in the way that watching uh, VIP is, you know, <laughs> or watching... Uh, La Femme Nikita would be.
2: You While know? <laughs> well, not I'm murdering
3: just so,
0: your wife. <laughs> I'm just so distracted by him trying to be sexy when he's saying, like, my body sweating toxins of my own demise. <laughs>
3: I know. Um,
0: yeah, it doesn't work for me, I guess. Um...
1: Yeah, this, is, this is like a heroin album. Yeah. I, it is about him. You know, if you dig deep, I think he's using sci-fi as like a you know a pretty translucent cover for uh you know going through heroin withdrawals or whatever other aspects of the addiction I mean especially when you get to songs like heroin or <laughs> right Rock. right
2: he's not a subtle man yeah the internet is like his you know his 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 uh you know his stand-in for drugs right you're like you're, you're loading in. up your he's jacking it he's loading up you're his motherboard <He's>, you know, you know, this makes me think
0: about, like, 80s um, sentiment towards new technology, because, like, you have um, Billy Idol coming out with cyberpunk as a sort of celebration of technology, but also at the same time, it's talking about how technology is destroying the planet. Yeah. At the same time, it's a weak metaphor for
2: drugs. Oh, um, <laughs> Oh, Spicy Manny, this long rest has really been, no, it's been great for you.
0: (laughs) I'm just thinking about Kate Bush again. Yes, me too.
2: I never stopped as soon as you said Kate Bush.
0: (laughs) Because now I'm thinking about, she wrote a song about plugging into a computer and being addicted to the internet. Yeah. And that song is more cyberpunk than this
2: song. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, Yeah. Nothing will ever... Kate Bush is, like, maybe my favorite, like, artist of all time. I don't know. Oh, you're in
0: good company,
1: friends. Oh, yeah. (laughs) We we all love Kate Bush here.
2: Remember when there was that other podcast, the fucking Rock Hall pod, and they tagged us in some, like, shit being like, yeah, you should review Kate Bush for your, you know... For your t- for your show, and I was like, "What the fuck is wrong?" That with you? wasn't
1: that was not rock. Hall <laughs> it was pod. it was the
2: Rock Hall pod. It was a guest on the Rock Hall pod that they had done an episode on Kate Bush and said that they didn't get it and they didn't like her and she shouldn't be in the Rock and Roll was Hall this, of Fame. Was
1: this recently?
2: Yes, it was on Twitter, and I was like, "Um, you picked the uh, wrong wait, people." Was to it tag Chris? In this. Was
1: it Kristen or uh, I don't know? It was their it, guest. I
2: think it was their guest, but I apparently- gotta listen to that
1: episode because I usually like that show. I usually like I, I, those guys. Rock
2: Hall Joe Pod, Joe Quixali,
1: you're on notice.
2: Um, on notice
1: please have us on
2: we will talk about how much Kate Bush deserves to be in the rock and roll hall of fame but yeah yeah it was weird I was like yeah wrong wrong podcast very swing and a miss here we're 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 huge Kate stands. but um anyway what were we talking about Billy Idol yeah you're right fuck yes, Billy Idol right. <laughs> <laughs> what
1: am I thinking what am he's I no thinking? Kate Bush I think we can no, all agree there no no <laughs> no no, no.
2: And, and you can tell he wants to be, right? He wants to be that kind of iconic. He wants to be a Bowie. He wants to be a Bush. He wants to be a prince. You know? Yeah. He's like, if I get the right clothes and if I, like, have the right stance, the right, you know, performative identity, then <laughs> then I he can be...
1: mildly iconic. He, I think, yeah. you know, White Wedding My- and... Uh, not for the reasons he wants i think not for the reasons he wants he wants no yeah he wants to to be like a punk rock legend yeah (laughs) yeah he's not no he is like a legendary poser though and you know
2: that's iconic right
1: yeah
2: he's a professional poser he literally is and a professional voice actor get him some get him some gigs um you mentioned the fact that it was 13 years After, you know, he made this out. Do you think it was because he was like the blowback of of being basically like mocked and ridiculed and this whole album flopping?
0: Um, Apparently it was because he was dissatisfied with the producers at Chrysalis Records, which I mean, if you're dissatisfied with the producers, it probably means you're dissatisfied
1: with your music.
2: Well, this one he recorded on a Macintosh in 1993. So it kind of. Yes. <laughs> in some ways, it's impressive. Yeah, right? how can he
1: blame the. Produ- I thought this was self produced in his home studio.
2: Yeah, I know. It doesn't. It, exactly.
1: DIY artist Billy Idol is blaming his producer? <laughs> <laughs> Bedroom pop micro influencer. Uh,
2: <laughs> Billy, Billy I'd- Idolish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah shall we move on to the next one
1: we shall oh, this yes. is a fucking doozy
2: oh here we go this power is-
1: junkie <laughs> crazy
2: <laughs> I'm looking for love in all your faces I'm looking for love think I'm going crazy I'll
1: be tonight
2: wow oh wow 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 wow. (laughs) i'm going crazy i'm out of my mind i shook up the world
0: (laughs) he was really struggling there wasn't he (laughs) oh yeah listen i would hate to hear that live oh my god i just like feel like his voice his voice would break
2: yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: um. this sounds like a song I would have improvised for fun in the in my basement in high school. Yeah. Like I wrote a song called "Crazy" on the piano that was pretty much this.
2: <laughs> Doing when your I was like
1: fifteen, You're
2: screaming Jay Hawkins impression and yeah.
1: just wow,
2: wow, <laughs> like, <laughs> um, yeah. So. The music, what happened to the cool sense? This is just cyber futurist hold music in, in the purgatory of cyber, before you go to cyber hell. This is, it's not good.
1: Oh, wow. Again, we disagree. I thought the music uh, was good on this track.
2: Really? I but.
1: liked it, actually, too, because I'm a fan of noise.
0: Oh. <laughs> I don't know. I really like noise music, um, harsh noise, and experimental uh, electronic and stuff. Not that this was like anywhere near like that good, but I felt like it was trying to get there. And I really enjoyed how loud it was and how it kept like progressing. But then he did the chorus.
2: Oh, yeah. Then he like spoke and like Mm -hmm. shouted.
1: The vocals uh, are awful. They're not good. (laughs) Uh,
2: Can we talk about these lyrics? (laughs) <laughs> oh, the lyrics might be worse. The lyrics are definitely the worst part of the song. Uh he goes, "I'm going crazy. I'm going crazy. Suck on my love meat. Now suck on my
1: steed." My seed.
2: My seed. <laughs> I Google, Google uh. lyrics was steed. <laughs> so I was like, what does it mean to suck on one's steed? But now I understand. Okay. Uh, it's a blowjob. I gotta go crazy, if you know what I mean. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't know. It was a little subtle. I'm not yeah. quite sure I know what it means. <laughs>
2: yeah. I,
1: know, I don't know what it means to um, suck, suck dick and then go crazy. I have no <laughs> idea what he could be no. like getting at.
0: So I think this is a song about
1: blue balls.
2: Oh, <laughs> okay. Okay. No, I'm reading
0: the lyric. Hear me out. I'm reading. the go lyrics. Ahead. He's talking about, he wants someone to, to like suck him off, but he's going crazy. He's like, I gotta go crazy. I'm going crazy. I'm mad. Uh, and he's like looking for someone. I think this, he's like, d- he like desperately needs to get his nut off, but he can't. Um, and that's why he's, uh, you know, just screaming so much. Yep. That's why
1: he's going crazy. Damn, he needs a you dick know, not- suck robot. <laughs> they got to have those in the future, right?
2: <laughs> hey, yeah, come on. There's going to be, there's cyber sex bots.
1: Like. Oh, there are definitely cyber sex bots. For sure. He needs a, a gigolo Joe. <laughs> <laughs> God. You have went- you
0: ever, no, have you ever looked in, like, realistic, like, sex
2: robots? Yeah, I have. Yeah. It's fucked Uh, up.
1: I've seen the real dolls. Oh, I guess I'm thinking of of
2: real dolls. Do they? Oh, yeah. They have ones that like have vacuum suckage power or whatever. Like, Uh, like, oh, my God. Yeah. That's what Billy
1: Idol means. It's a series of tubes,
2: just like the Internet.
1: (laughs) A series of tubes for your tube, for your love meat.
2: For your love meat. Suck on my steed. love me. my seed. <laughs> for your steed. My steed. <laughs> I like that better.
1: Oh, man. Yeah, the lyrics, the vocals really, really ruin it. But I think if this was an instrumental, I, I dig it because, you know, Manny, you said that you like it because it reminds you of noise music. To me, it reminds me of, like, Super Nintendo... Uh, like a Super Nintendo game soundtrack. It sounds specifically uh, yeah. like the Super Adventure Island soundtrack.
2: Or like even like pre that, like fucking PC games, like DOS games. Like yeah, yeah. yeah I can- or
1: like Vector Man, or <laughs> even like Mega Man. There's when it was going.
2: That
1: could be a that could be a Mega Man riff
2: um hear me out uh as the song continues to feel eternal and the cringe begins to compound uh towards the end it almost sounded like i i compared it to broken side
1: (laughs) well yeah because he starts doing their vocals going
2: (laughs) over some like mall pop (laughs) like it was weird and i guess he's an innovator i mean he invented um the worst band that we've ever heard uh, let me see if I can find it where he goes at the end. Let's
3: see.
2: Alright, maybe not. Maybe it's just like it's like
1: No, I, a couple of the deliveries there though. I got the
2: world. <laughs> the world. It's like, he's like drowning in a cyber bathtub as he tries to <laughs> get these words out um it's, he's a corny
1: guy just through so and through corny. he's just a so, corny man
2: so corny but committed kind of
1: very committed very you committed know? to making every song at least four minutes
2: 20. what happened to <laughs> punk if you're supposed to be cyberpunk aren't punk songs supposed to be like two minutes long like get with it dude come on
1: hey black flag changed you know- <laughs> everything <laughs>
2: yeah this is no black flag i'll say
0: (laughs) i was gonna say i'm looking at the track listing and there's like a seven minute
1: track on here so you know (laughs) yeah
2: yeah there's
1: there's a lot of there's a, a lot of over six this one's over four
2: i think the next one here let's see
1: love labor's on
2: oh that one's a little under four hooray
1: Alright good a short one (laughs) Yeah
2: it still feels long So (laughs) let's listen Let's leave her on shall we Mm -hmm. Alright here we go
3: Back through time
2: All right. Um, so the mark of any well-adjusted album is bongos where they shouldn't be bongos, I'd say. <laughs>
0: this is... Where's those bongos?
2: There was wood block and there were some <laughs> boop, do, do, boop, 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 bongos. Yeah, there's a, a, a sitar. Nothing more oh, cyberpunk right. than a sitar, I'd say, right?
0: Yeah, this made me want to like sink back into some cushions and smoke a little something. If you know what I mean, <laughs> um,
2: get but... your love, meat <laughs> you love
0: me. Maybe not know, while Billy Idol is like echoing in my ears.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe not. <laughs> Does it get you going? Um, yeah, what is he trying to do here? What's your take on on this one? <laughs> I feel like in this
0: journey that we are being taken, he must have found someone in Power Junkie. Because now he's speaking about love. Um, Sounds so like you're the I, one
2: doing the book report right now, Manny. Go,
0: go on. I, I brought it today, all right? I took my <laughs> full rest. Um, I am hopped up on three cups of coffee. Wow. <laughs> I am ready to analyze some Billy Idol. I want to know what... What he's trying to say in his cyberpunk like wasteland story, because I remember last time we were thinking of him as a messiah figure. Um, has the messiah figure fallen in love?
1: I think. Well, he's being called. Also, he says back through time uh, for a savior. So he still is. He still is the savior. He still is the the Christ figure. Is it is it that saving the world is a labor of love, is, or is it an actual romantic love song about a woman like? I I, I I can't actually totally tell, but I, I like this song a lot.
3: You I do would say,
1: yeah. I think the slow songs are the best ones on the album, and I, it and it ends at the right time. It's not too long. <sighs>
2: It still feels long to me. I don't know. I I it feels it feels out of place. It's like the B. Arthur in the Star Wars Christmas special bar sing along to me. Like it's like it doesn't add anything to the plot. I think maybe yeah, he's talking about the the labor of love of saving the world because you know the white man's burden and all. <laughs> uh, so, um, you know, whatever his mama gave him grace not to lose. So I'm gonna get up, cleansed, and face the morning rain. I feel it touching me, healing me, believes in me. Love labors on. I don't know. It's, uh.
0: Oh, it does sound very, I am the Messiah. Yeah, uh, you know, yeah. Like a little garden just me and type, like, reflecting on your actions type thing. Oh, Billy Idol. <laughs> <laughs> but it, you know, it could be
1: both, too. It could be like, yeah, you know, I, I'm doing all this heroic stuff, but I did it for you, my love. Mm. You know? But we don't, I don't know. I don't, there doesn't seem, there's not much of a female presence on this album oh, no. at all. Oh, no. No, no, no. <laughs> there's not really this... any, this is a, a love meat album. Uh, this is a love meat
2: album. Meet album.
1: Yeah. <laughs> what does this say? Is there a Mrs. Billy Idol? Like,
2: um, Mrs. Billy Idol might be a heroine. Let's see. He's got some kids. And... Uh... Yeah, doesn't seem to have.
1: Has never had a spouse. Wow.
2: I don't know. Let me you just. Can't tie
1: this one down. Person... Man.
2: Let's see. Personal life. Never married. He had a long term relationship with uh, former Hot Gossip member Perry Lister. He's got a grandchild named Poppy Rebel.
3: Oh, I wow. Hate it, I hate <laughs> it so much.
2: <laughs> I love- oh, so this is interesting. So, yeah, he. He right after he put out this album, he collapsed outside a nightclub um overdosing on GHB.
1: Uh, That's such an early 90s thing to overdose I on. I Oh, wow. I just looked that up cuz I was like, oh,
0: what's GHB? Um it is a club drug yeah. or yeah, but often like used in like
2: Yeah, to, like yes. roofy
0: people. Yeah,
2: it's yeah, it's yeah, so he OD'd, and that was actually what cha- what got him to quit drugs completely, because he was like, he he figured his like kids were not ever going to forgive him if he died, and they he didn't want to die on them, so he stopped doing, stopped doing drugs. So maybe that was the other reason for the thirteen year dry spell, which is like yeah. drugs were his inspiration, and he didn't have it anymore. Mm, shoot, yeah. But- I don't understand how
1: GHB could be your inspiration, though. How are you going to write a song on? Well, that?
2: that it clearly shows how how rough he was, right? So, like, even to put out this album, like, it's kind of crazy that he was like functional enough to do this, even though he it's a dysfunctional several, album.
1: He did have several co-writers, I will say. You know, oh, yeah. he's not the only credited songwriter on on any song.
2: Yeah, so that's interesting. And did you ever listen to his stuff that he came back with? And he has he, doesn't he have like a new album now? Yeah, he has
0: released new music, I think, once upon a time. I listened to a new track. I definitely listened to his Miley Cyrus Cyrus album, Um, but- (laughs) How was that? Uh, You know, it's like she's trying to be punk um, in much the same way that Billy Idol is trying to be punk, Mm -hmm. uh, which I find very interesting. It's like a new Billy Idol for the new
1: age and generation. Passing um, of the poser torch. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Keeping the dream alive.
1: I don't think there's anyone more, uh, like, deserving of taking it on than Miley Cyrus. It's true. The ultimate, like, culture vulture.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Of... A professional poser.
1: Yeah.
2: Well, the next song is real interesting. <laughs> the next song is a cover of uh, Lou Reed and the Velvet Underground song Heroin, um, but it's also weirdly mixed. I don't get it. Well, it, it almost kind of works in, in your mind. It doesn't work in execution. Spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah,
1: I uh, I have thoughts about this one for sure. This is a, it is a cover of Lou Reed, as you said, but it is an acid house cover of Lou Reed. It
2: is an acid oh, house yeah. cover of Lou Reed's Heroin mixed with Patti Smith's Gloria and it is how many minutes long
1: uh 724 which i believe is about the length of the original it's just a or 657 yeah Yeah. it's, it's always it's you know
2: let's let's get into it it's hard to do
1: a short cover of heroin
2: yeah or do any cover of heroin tbh yeah. so let's let's listen to it here we go
3: and i tell you things.
2: Yeah that's wow. the line I was talking about Jesus died for somebody's sins but not mine That's Patty Smith Great line excellent lyric Love that lyric What do we think of this
0: <laughs> I love covers I love like When bands do their own interpretations of other songs And they don't do a straight cover They just like do their own interpretation of it um, This one however Was very strange Because they sped up heroin Yeah <laughs> I've never done heroin but I was just like I was like, I don't know if this captures the spirit of you
2: <laughs> Definitely not the spirit of the original song, no. And not also the
0: spirit of the
1: original song, no.
2: Yeah, and also never done heroin, so you know what? What do I know? But uh, it yeah, it doesn't, doesn't I give you that. Don't think it
1: makes you want to dance.
2: No, no. <laughs> and generally, heroin isn't something that's associated with fucking like ticky, ticky, tick tock fake hi hats and a snappy, jazzy little guitar riff and like fucking electronic wind chimes. Like, that's generally not the vibe as far as I can tell, you know.
1: I still think it's this song I think starts kinda strong. I do I I th- am I'm am I'm, I'm going along with the the concept for the whole probably first two and a half, maybe three minutes of the song. And then it just becomes jock jams. It just goes full on with uh beep
2: beep, 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 beep. CNC Music Factory. CNC Music it's Factory is absolutely Factory straight shit. There's up. A, a
1: sample of someone saying shack attack that they keep playing. <laughs> which I don't understand. <laughs> Uh, And then he really starts leaning into the part of the hook that is not in the original song or the Patti Smith song, which is him going
3: heroin
1: like James Hetfield. And it's awful. Um, It's not good. It doesn't. It doesn't. It kind of falls apart in the end. But I do. You know, I do kind of admire the chutzpah behind this one. It is. uh, It's a big. It's a big swing.
2: It's a swing and a miss. He was overly
0: ambitious,
1: right? Well, like, also, as many of his, thing, his projects, he's
0: overly ambitious.
2: Yeah, and it's kind of offensive a little bit, right? Like, I don't know. Like, is it really, like, is this the way to to, you know, to recognize, like, to talk about your heroin addiction is to, like, kind of just, you know, steal better songs and then, like, Cut and paste them like Kid pick style together, and like fucking throw some acid fucking house over it. Like I don't know. That's the whole point of the original song is it's like vulnerable and fucked up and sad and 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 you know grimy. And this is like boop 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 heroin. <laughs> <laughs> like it's not. My comments were. Uh, please cut the power. Knock Billy Idol off the internet, please. Somebody just make a long phone call and keep Billy from accessing his his dial-up. The information on the internet was too powerful for his dumb little baby mind. I also wanted to know how did Lou Reed feel about this wiggity whack proto executioner's nightmare?
0: Oh, he probably hated it. I'm
2: sure he fucking <laughs> hated it. I'm sure Patty Smith didn't like it either. You know what I mean? Like, it's like if you're gonna cover a a song, like.
0: Lou Reed and Patti Smith are like these Proto-punk legends um, And You know he's trying so hard To be in their league mm-hmm. Which is why I call him overly ambitious And like trying to cover these these songs Like both of them in one song But because he's You know Billy Idol I think like his whole thing Is he doesn't do any research And he doesn't put any effort into what he's doing Right, <laughs> right.
2: He's just a white man who's just take 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 And, like, you're welcome.
1: (laughs) I did. I'm trying to find out if Lou Reed ever commented on the song. I haven't found anything yet, but I did find that Idol mixed 11 versions of Heroin, releasing them on various singles with some containing previous hits. So he was very proud of this. Uh, And Stephen Uh. Thomas Erlewine of AllMusic called it one of the worst covers ever recorded (laughs) in his review of Cyberpunk.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if I'd go that far, but I think you know, given the rest of the context of the rest of the album, like, yeah, it's it's not it's not good. It's not good. Do you think though there was some sort of insecurity about being left behind that kind of manifested in this shit? Like, I'm gonna look, I'm gonna be so futuristic, yeah. you know, because because I don't want to be associated with this guy from the hits from from the 80s. You know, like for for a punk, I think he's, I think he does have that that. That you know, shield up of being a, a white guy, punk attitude guy, whatever. But there's the vulnerability that he could have maybe communicated in his songs. Instead, is just communicated with this like fucking performance art piece of like, look, I'm I'm in the future, <laughs> like I'm relevant, I'm hip, I'm so relevant and hip.
1: I think he's maybe afraid to explore too deeply what's really going on in his own life, so he has to to hide behind this big concept.
0: And that is our psychoanalysis of Billy Idol.
2: (laughs) You're welcome, (laughs) Billy.
1: We'll send you the bill, Billy. (laughs) I will just say about heroin, there's a lot of attempts at electronic music on this album, and most of them are failures. I think the first couple minutes of the song, before it kicks into high gear, is pretty serviceable electronic music of this era, they actually almost pulled it off for a couple minutes there, so... Yeah, but it was... sucks that they blew it. How, did and they su- pull it off did as It didn't need as to a be cover? a cover of yeah. heroin, Yeah, That's what I'm saying, it yeah. Did, it doesn't sound like it, and it shouldn't have been one.
2: All right. Shall we move on to the next one here?
1: Yeah. Yes.
2: All right. The next song here, oh, this is so goofy. Oh, this
1: is the come down. Or no, oh. this is the high, baby. Uh,
2: yeah, we're in Shangri-La. All right, more more gongs and sitars,
1: and like druidian drone vocals. Yes, yeah, and... Tibetan
2: bowls. This is his Miley yeah. Cyrus oh. dead pets vibe <laughs> right now.
0: This song, everything about it is so racist. Yes, <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. Go off. I was
0: like looking up because I was like, Shangri La. Okay, where did he get this name from? I'm, like, because uh, I've heard it before in pop culture um and it's a fictional place described in the 1933 novel lost horizon by a british author
3: mm-hmm. it
0: is basically this like made up exotic orientalist yep. paradise Uh it's like a fiction of the western world so um this coupled with the you know tibetan bowls and the wind chimes, mm-hmm. um i'm like oh billy idol where did we go <laughs> why are we here
2: like <laughs> is this some kind of... Because he was high. He was high, very high. And he's, you know, this is the the vibes you get when you're on Ketamine watching a positive psychology hypnosis tape. You know, it, it, it happens to the best of us, but the rest of us don't just, uh you know, appropriate other cultures and, like, you know, make a seven-minute-long song about it.
0: So- it made me think about how, like, in cyberpunk, in the genre in and of itself, there's so much, like, orientalism, um, I don't know if you've noticed this, like yeah. about like Japanese sci-fi aesthetics mm-hmm. and like things like that. Yeah. So I'm like, did the it?
1: Billboards and here? Blade Runner and everything.
0: Yeah. So it's like just continuing. Like I guess this song is cyberpunk if you think about it that way. Mm. Um, it's still really racist
2: though. <laughs> yeah. So he's a cyber colonist. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, read
1: the Tibetan Book of the Dead, or I told someone to tell me about it. <laughs> <laughs> and it reminded me a lot of, of, of being an eye on heroin. So I sort of linked the two ideas uh, from song to song. Yeah. Uh, I feel the sacred healing chants. <clears throat> I feel the moment of my death. I feel the higher learning. I feel the realization of forgiveness, compassion, and loving kindness. You're doing a nice Australian.
2: Um, <laughs> 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 I, I like that
1: um, i'm trying to go british I'm sorry. i
2: know it was weird it was it was you got a little like aussie in there but y- you know we get the we get the point yeah a piece of a dream the color of dr- green the color of healing in shangri-la <laughs> like uh, so
1: i think in the story of the album because it is there's there's a narrative here in the interlude between heroin and shangri-la there's the sound of like preparing injection and like they, there's there's some you know they're doing like an experiment on on our hero here I think they're do or they're dosing him for some purpose. Uh, I don't know if it's the good guys or the bad guys that are doing it. He seems to be having. A He's having a blast. Yeah. He's
2: bathing in warm liquid color. He feels like every cell in his body is music. He's floating in hyperspatial sound and visualizing the landscapes of his mind.
1: Which sounds... so is he trying to be like? So when you become a cyborg, it's sort of like uh, having a having a DMT death yeah. dream in it.
2: <laughs> That's exactly what I wrote. Yep it's not great it's not great Billy it's not good
1: it's also the longest song on an album of long songs yeah 7 minutes 24 yep 7 minutes
2: 24 you feel every second I'll say Uh,
1: every second of bliss (laughs) every uh, Every second of the vibra sound yeah He's (laughs) He's
2: <laughs> opening the door to inner space. We can live forever. It sounds like we're yeah. This you can
1: is, feel every cell that in your body is music when you listen to this song. Yeah, you can uh, float in the hyperspatial sounds.
2: Unfortunately, I think you needed to fucking pack away some fucking cyber heroin in in the fucking diskette to be able to get anybody else to think that this this song is gonna make your body feel like music it's not it doesn't work it doesn't work if you're not on fucking drugs and even if you're on tons of fucking drugs i i i, I guess unless you, you're on heroin because then you really don't give a shit but um even dmt i'd be like this feels weird
0: <laughs> i'd be way too uncomfortable yeah. I'm like, oh, mm.
3: Mm-mm.
2: Mm-mm. hard pass hard pass yeah yeah on shangri-la uh okay, should we uh should we move it along? We're we're getting yeah. to the end here. Believe it or not, we're wading through the the cyber circuits, and uh, this next one is called Concrete Kingdom. Gotta have a little riffy riff. All right,
1: <laughs> I think this album suffers from the riffy riffs. I wish it, I wish he didn't feel so married to the riffy riffs. I it's the eighties. It's not the eighties. It's nineteen ninety
2: three. Right. I'm saying it's he's giving his eighties. You know, it's his eighties meets the nineties. Fuck up. It's those. It's those out of. Yeah. It, it, it takes you out of it. it. Takes you out of the fantasy. The rest of it is is straight up. Yeah, like early nineties industrial techno. And it's cool. I I, I, I don't know. I kind of like this song.
0: It feels like we're at the climax of this album and we're starting to come down a little bit where it's like, you know, there there is some, the evil is winning. What that evil is, I still don't know. Yeah. Um, but, okay. <laughs> but I like this kind of um, almost like, Climax of a movie type music. I feel like I'm watching. I'm like watching someone like run through this city, and this music is playing in the background. Yeah,
2: yeah. this works. Honestly, it should have been some sort of a weird like art film that he put out, you know, or something. I don't know. He could oh, have started yeah. I mean, a movie. He had
1: collaborated with Full Moon or like yeah. PM Entertainment, yep, or any of those Z movie, you know, mills. Uh that'll be I would have loved that. A yeah. cyborg Billy Idol on screen. Yeah. Jack, jack me the fuck in. Uh if this was like a
0: movie musical, I think we can still convince him to do it. This episode blows up. Cyberpunk is on the charts again. Like if it was ever on the charts to begin with.
3: <laughs> it wasn't. <laughs> <sighs>
2: Yeah, uh, we're gonna we're gonna reinvigorate this, this this fantasy. You just gotta get rid of like half the songs, and um, uh, we can
1: edit. We can edit. half of, keep all the songs, but cut them all in half.
2: Well, we don't need to keep Shangri La. Well,
1: <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I oh, was man. I was floating in a, a sea of hyperspatial sound or whatever the fuck. Uh, I could under, I could not understand what he was saying. Um, the thing he kept repeating in the song. Yeah, I thought he was saying, I hate Christ now. I,
2: I thought so too. I I loved that. And then it was I it's he's actually saying, I hear Christ tonight.
1: But all the other lyrics are like pretty or not all the other lyrics, but you know, there's there's religious references being made here, yep. you know. Pray God, kingdom come, deliver us, amen. All life, is it lost, have they won? What is he trying to say about like he's fighting against this like uh, you know, futuristic fascist regime that's, like, stomping out Christianity, it seems like he keeps saying they're doing.
0: Oh, no. He's saying that the Christian white man is oppressed.
1: (laughs) (laughs) The Christian white man is oppressed. There's no no religion at all. (laughs) And they're shrinking from the sun. And there's poison. I'm still trying to piece it all together. I think... It's I think it's just a bunch of bullshit. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I try to well, find the through baked. line. Yeah, it's half baked. It's, it's the same kind
2: b- of at. Yeah. Or quarter baked. I mean, it's,
1: it, it's raw dough.
2: It's uh, yeah. I mean, sometimes we eat that and it's great. And then eventually you get salmonella. So, yeah. like, <laughs> yeah, I, I I think it's the same again, the same approach that he took to the kind of the theory and the and the fantasy, the story behind the album. Yeah. Uh, you know the the not reading neuromancer but making everyone else do it for you um it's that same kind of energy that he brought to it musically for sure is you know he,
1: is he like a devout christian though because he does wear no. the gold cross he can't chain. be oh, that's no, like part this of is not image. a
2: fucking devout christian man i'm just
1: curious
0: no i mean that's, I think that's a, actually a valid question um he there's not much known about his personal
2: life. You know, I think if anything he associates himself with a Christ like Messiah figure. I do not think he is worshiping God in any way.
1: Interesting. No
2: way. I mean listen to the this The lyrics
1: would disagree though, I feel like. Because he's trying to write fun. a
2: heroic epic. He's trying to do a hero's journey, you know, like yeah, it's it's a it's a cliche.
1: Oh, hey, let me ask you this. Yeah. Heather. Mm-hmm. What uh, what's the better hero's journey album, this or uh, Music from, from the Elder. Elder by Kiss?
2: Uh, this. Uh, this is this, the better story. This one's than better the boy? than the boy who becomes a man, who becomes a boy again. <laughs> the end. Yeah, no, yeah, that's that. That shit sucked because there was like zero. There were zero stakes to it. Like nothing mattered. What are was, the
1: stakes to this album?
2: Uh, he's saving the world <laughs> from who? It doesn't matter. <laughs>
1: no religion
3: at all
2: <laughs> he's cooler than kiss that's all yeah i don't know this is this christian cyberpunk like christian
0: punk like christian cyber uh oh
2: ooh. <laughs> are we cybering with jesus yeah i don't yeah no no it's not um it's not it's it, i it, i neither of them are good but I, I like this better. I, I, I guess- definitely
1: like the music better than, yeah. Will, you know, will you sacrifice? <laughs> lyrics, I think, total crapshoot. Both bad.
2: Yeah. Really
1: not great lyrics on this album.
2: Yeah, and story, similarly, it, it doesn't go anywhere because you don't know why any of it matters. It's just a style. Whereas the other one, you know, was just uh, like a D&D campaign that, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like we're going to be elders <laughs> or something. I don't know. Uh, I had completely forgotten about that album. That was an early one. Yeah. Way back then. Check it out, Stoppies. Check it out.
1: Yeah. I think uh, Concrete Kingdom overall, another one, if you cut it in half, it would be a good song. But yeah. it, it drags out for, what, five minutes? Also, it's even
2: the way he says "concrete" is really weird. Ain't no love in a concrete kingdom. Like, you don't pronounce the "e," my dude. All right. So, should we fucking wrap this whole thing up with? Uh, oh with no!
1: Three more songs. Oh my
2: god, there's three more songs. <laughs> yeah. Oh Jesus Christ! Well, uh, plus oh, yeah, the that's outro. Right. Oh, we're not doing the outro. No. Okay. Uh, oh yeah. All right. Can't forget this next one here. This is Venus. This is the sexy sex song. Oh, yeah. Sexy. Here we go. One touch of me. I'm going to lose between us. And
3: she'll receive us. My penis. One <laughs> touch <laughs>
2: I like this one <laughs> yeah I like this one this is my favorite I think, I think so maybe. too
1: it is like another one that's just like in excess Depeche Mode maybe a pinch of Nine Inch Nails yeah. in there uh, but I think he thrives in that sort of sound and it works even though it sounds like he's saying Wanna Touch a Penis uh, <laughs> it's my favorite song maybe because of that
2: yeah <laughs> hard saying yes. hard saying
1: is Billy Idol popular with the ladies
2: I, I don't know. I would imagine. I so, assume right? so. I feel. I mean, you like, he
0: think
1: he's hot?
2: I do. I mean, I don't know. He's it's, it's it's. I have to interrogate that. But <laughs> you know what?
1: He is hot, Heather. I'll back you up on this. Yeah, or he, he was hot.
2: He gives me also big buy bi energy to be honest. So I I feel uh, like you know. I, yeah, there was some shit going on in those in those clubs on that GHB. <laughs> I yeah. don't know. I don't know. There's a there's a reason why his... his you know, his backstory is kind of hidden. I don't, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. It's
1: a good call-out. I think I, that's I, definitely a possibility.
2: I, I, f- I feel like He
1: set off my Nip- my bidar a little bit.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. All right, Billy. I'd only accept you to the community. <laughs> uh, whenever
0: you're ready, we are here for you. Yeah. Um, and you're... Maybe, maybe you could leave your music behind. Yeah,
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, not dancing with myself or white wedding the other. Shit, All right, like, yeah, we there's some that. bops. We'll, we'll keep a few bops. Some bops. What do you do think about this one, Manny?
0: Um, you know, at first I was thinking about Lady Gaga's Venus, and I was <laughs> sorry. I have like ADHD brain, um, I love and then it. I started, <laughs> and then I like was comparing it to that. You know, it's like it is a sexy song. It's just. I mean, I don't think Billy Idol is sexy. (laughs) But I'm also like a big lesbian, so. um...
2: (laughs) Yeah, the fair. (laughs) So like when he talks about
0: like receiving and um, Mm -hmm. or she'll receive us, sorry. Um, Billy Idol is not receiving. Um, But I just it doesn't do it doesn't make me feel like getting into the mood. And that's how I like, you know grade the sexy, you know, slow jam, like does it get you into a mood?
2: Yeah, I mean, I think it's supposed to have the double meaning of like they're in space and in cyberspace, but also actual space and they're going to Venus. You know, they have the lyrics like you me. We ain't so far from home. You me. We ain't got far to go. You me here above the stars, you know, one touch of Venus or whatever.
0: Did his character get launched into space? Yeah, I think he (laughs) just
2: forgot. He was like cyber space. I'm in space now. Like, yeah, there's no, there's. It doesn't make any sense. Um, What
1: would it be like if you boned in a spaceship? (laughs) That would be kind of (laughs) cool. If you fucked, (laughs) yeah.
2: If you fucked a planet.
3: Like, like that
0: track...
1: episode of Rick and Morty.
0: I also want to stress, like, also just to remind everyone who's listening, there are, like, 30, 40-second clips between all of these songs yes. that are supposedly supposed to put the story into context. Yeah. I don't remember what those clips said. They do not put
2: the story oh, into context. I can context. tell you
1: exactly what the one leading into this song said. It said, operate your brain, your brain." galaxy within turn on your brain turn on brain activate galaxy within
2: so this is his galaxy brain bullshit this, this is, is his
1: galaxy. He, is, he has activated his galaxy Ooh. brain he it's just...
2: like that
0: meme format where yep. billy idol is good billy yep. idol is bad music actually billy idol is
3: good <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. big brain
2: galaxy uh, <laughs> yeah yep yep yeah, I don't know. I did like the song more than any other one on the album, I think. This is the one I went back to and I re-listened to. There was a few of these songs, not just for research, that I was like, yeah, I'll listen to that again. Like, touch of Venus," I think it also reminded me, like I sang along, you know, The Chemicals Between Us. It, it definitely gave me, you know, that that vibe. It worked. It worked more than some of this other shit. And it's only, uh, it was only, oh, is it six minutes? It is six minutes. God it's it. like, yeah, five I was minutes. Say, it was only four seconds. minutes. And, no, that's the next one. Yeah.
1: Well, it is, uh, once again, twice as long as it should be. Absolutely. It, it, I think if you cut every song in half, it would be a, a, a decent album. Yeah. I think it would actually be, like, not bad. And it probably would have been well-regarded, or more well-regarded.
2: Uh, I think still the production and the, the, the goofiness and the corny lyrics and then the, the, the racism also kind of <laughs> count against it. But yeah, I, I'm with you. I'm rolling. I'm rolling.
1: There's only one racist song in this album that's pretty good for Make It Stop. Oh. Uh-
2: Wow There's a racist, big racist energy throughout the whole album. So I don't know. Even if yeah, that is it might be good for make it stop. It's not good for society. No. No. That's true. <laughs> um should we uh should we go on to the next one here? The then the night comes.
3: Yes. yes we got two please.
2: more. We got two more. I'm here nice. we go. Then the night comes. Is it a beer, beer of night?
3: strange
1: Not um, a good, not a good one for me. Oh. Not one of my faves. Yeah.
0: He, yeah. He talks about taking GHB in this song and some other drugs. Uh-oh. So you're back to drugs again. Mm. Yeah. He says, I take some GHB. I feel love, joy, and wonderful ringing music. Now I just got to be me. Uh,
2: mm. yeah he also says never enough as uh haunts my psyche never enough forever never enough as i begin to
1: shroom (laughs) here she comes so wild so horny
2: my stony-eyed medusa
1: okay i had i did not read these lyrics The song's even worse than i thought it's
2: worse is worse. Yeah, yeah.
0: It's very 80s. This song sounds very 80s. Like it's like him going back to his punk roots a little bit with the guitar. Well, punk. Yeah, I say that with quotation marks around it, mm-hmm. uh, people. But um, you know, he's getting that guitar in there. It's it's not very cyberpunk. It's just mm-hmm. him partying.
2: No, it's more like fucking like hair metal punk, like with orchestra hits. Yeah, it's. Uh... But in the lyrics, yeah, this is not a Christian man, my dude. <laughs> this is, although, actually, he does say, so then the night comes, she's going to be free. Yeah, then the night comes, I'm going to be me. Then the night comes, baby, make me. Oh, I, oh she, he wants to come too. <laughs> And then if the devil comes, he's gonna tangle
1: with me. Oh, there's an, a ar-
2: bad boy here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Or he's or, making or the he's devil bi. come. Yeah. yeah or he, either or.
1: <laughs> he's <laughs> gonna fuck the devil like Lil Nas X.
2: Yeah. A re- Yes, a revolutionary. Um, he did it first. He did it first. <laughs> Lil Nas X, credit where credit is due, please.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where's the- you Lil Nas, know, Nas X can do cyberpunk
1: better
2: than Billy Idol. Oh, for sure,
1: <laughs> for sure. I'm just saying he gave that shout out to FKA Twigs for the stripper pole part of the video, yeah. so give give the goddamn shout out to Billy Idol. Yeah, let's He was go. the first one to top the devil, <laughs> or on the devil. Um... I don't, I didn't like this. I do. I did put in my notes that I liked the bridge and I don't remember it. Can we just like check yeah. it out and see if I was crazy to say that? Okay, yeah. Yeah, this is techno right here. He ruins it with his voice, and but then yeah, he does uh, a little uh, or er, Vincent Price and yeah. the end of <laughs> yeah,
2: the Disney voice actor vibe, yeah, um, the villain,
1: yeah. I guess it does kind of the bridge is all right, but the the rest is I can I could do without,
2: yeah, yep, it's true, it's true. Some some stems of good ideas, some you know, some fucking high high ideas that were like this is really great and then when you actually try to assess it sober it's like ah, maybe i wasn't so fucking smart right maybe my galaxy brain you know had a few had not
1: been activated yeah
2: had not quite <laughs> been activated a few less fucking planets and then i thought
0: i don't i'm really disappointed this is bookending the album because we have one more song left right yep yep uh and this is your second like yeah Mr. Idol. Come on now.
2: Exactly. Well, this is the second to last song on a nineteen or twenty track album, you know? Like it's ah oh God. It's
0: We have learned nothing. We've learned nothing.
2: <laughs> we've learned nothing. This happens often on this show. I'm I'm sorry to say. Uh let's finish this off here with Mother Dawn. Holy, holy, mother, no, mother Dawn. singing that
1: that is Durga McBroom
2: Durga McBroom she
1: <laughs> that's was not
2: a name that's she, a cyberpunk fucking username
0: no that's that's her real name <laughs> she was uh is a member of the house music band Blue Pearl
2: oh. and did
0: backing vocals for Pink Floyd
1: oh. yeah she was there touring backing vocals I think I'm pretty sure like during the like the final cut tour or uh, you know around that era uh i think she would do like great gig in the sky great, uh she's a great, great vocalist though yeah. really uh makes the song billy idol's vocals not great on this song no. but not that many of them either this is like i was
0: thinking okay as i was listening to this this is a great dance track yeah. this is like yeah. i'm in a gay club in the mm-hmm, 80s that mm-hmm. she starts singing but oh, you know you mix,
2: we, yeah 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 exactly but you
0: mix it's just
1: Billy Idol still feels out of place here. Yeah, he, he jumps on stage and says oh, not long," and it's like, oh, that's mm. all, right, M- all right, Billy. Miss me with that straight shit. <laughs> <laughs>
3: oh
2: yeah, the no. song
1: was written by her, Jerga McBroom, and it was written by Martin Glover from Killing Joke. What? Billy Idol has no songwriting credit for this song.
2: Yeah, and the lyrics are pretty good. That's that. I mean, I like the lyrics, you know, come and take a journey through the land of night. Darkness strokes the face and steals away the sight. Night is all around me. Stars are in my hair. I feel them tangled in the secrets. We'll find hidden. There are all right. Reaching through the madness to the other side where the sun is rising with her arms held wide. Yeah, it's kind of like it's it's kind of that fucking club energy of like it's like four or 5 a.m. in the fucking, you know, the, the not in Boston, obviously, cause we close no. everything at 11, but, um, you know, if you, if you have the the privilege to be able to go to Berlin or whatever and, and go to a club and you're on a bunch of fucking MDMA and then the sun is rising and you're like, yeah, like fucking hold me mother Dawn. Like I'm here. I'm, I'm where i just where I want to be. Uh, that like glorious, like celebratory feeling, um, and yeah rock me like a baby cradle me in light you're going to bathe me in a rainbow and the sun restore my sight very gay very gay um mm-hmm. and I love I do love it. Um I think Lady
1: Gaga could cover this song and it would work. It would
2: absolutely. Work. Oh,
0: please, can we petition for that to happen? <laughs>
2: absolutely. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a great uh it's a it's a pretty good ending. It like sums everything up, even though we didn't go anywhere. Like
0: <laughs> it's it ends on a positive note. Exactly. It's uplifting
2: lifting. Exactly. Yeah. It's a little gay, you wanna you your party. This is this is literally
0: like Maybe cyberpunk is just him going on an all night bender. It is. And and this this is that Dawn moment. He is about to go home and crash for a few days. Um, and this is like the last his last bleeding thoughts as he's stumbling home.
1: Yeah, it's that um, last song before the lights come up at the club, right? Yep. Like it's the, yep. it's the closer. It it does it, it tracks. It makes And then sense. you walk
2: home and you're like, fuck, these are real people who are up doing real things and I it's five AM and I'm on drugs still. So <laughs> let me not look anybody in the eye. It's that vibe. Um <laughs> it's also telling that, you know, the best lyrics on the album weren't written by him. So <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's interesting. He closes this album with a song that's not written by him, with a huge chunk of the song not sung by him. Yeah. Um,
2: <laughs> hey, yeah, if he had done more of that and just not done this album, then we would be in a much better shape.
1: Just, just do a goddamn collab album with Durga McBroom. I mean, yeah. she's got the, she's got the chops. She's got the goods. I, see. Uh, oh yeah, more so than him, I'd say.
2: Definitely, I know. Justice for for Durga McBroom. Yeah. Oh, she's beautiful too. Wow. Durga. Oh yeah. Durga. Blue Pearl. I gotta check this out. I gotta get I gotta get with it. It's fucking cool.
0: I wanna say one more thing about this album. Yes. Before we re-rate it. There is a song called Recap, and it's the 20th song, and it's almost a minute long. Uh I just wanna say it's a nice touch, you know, because it is a 20-track long album. It is 71 minutes long. So you know, I've already forgotten what this album is about. So having the recap there, really, really good stuff. Um, Anyways.
2: Should we listen to that recap? Is there something uh relevant about it?
0: It might be called Outro on Spotify. I'm looking at the track listing on. Um...
2: It's called Recap. Let's listen to it. Why not? Sure. We've come so far and learned so little. For the
3: soul, I, I travel through time. All my senses burn portal can burn. The portal can burn. Hold me. Hold me. Hold me. You sin. Slime the bug!
1: Well, I mean, pretty dark. Was the whole Mother Dawn just a program loaded into his brain to trick Boom. him in the Matrix, and he's actually still in the dystopia?
2: Boom! He invented the Matrix. Oh, uh, uh, hey,
1: hey, 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 hey! hey, hey,
2: hey. <laughs> I am not
0: letting like this, like, this white man, like, this <laughs> 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 trilogy. No, <laughs> no, no. Dark. Um, But I, you know, it's cyberpunk.
2: Yeah, yeah, and it, it is, it is dark. very dark yeah
0: those are his those are his last thoughts before he passes out (laughs) yeah
2: yeah and he was living the simulation of fucking the stars and then being held by the sun and now he's fucking he's dead in cyber hell i mean that yeah that's that's kind of cool
1: yeah i didn't even realize that that twist i didn't even i didn't pay attention at all to the outro so interesting interesting stuff billy you know very ambitious album uh really uh a lot of big swings a lot of big misses uh certainly you know stepping out of his comfort zone uh what how do we sum it all up what are what are our final thoughts and uh and how oh and uh we've got to rate the album on a scale of 0 to -5 of something uh and Manny as our guest uh we task you with choosing the quantifier choosing the the thing that we're rating this out of from zero to negative five of something. (laughs) Oh God. Um,
0: You know, I'm thinking uh, just generic, you know, shocks, like shock to the
3: system. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Um, You know, I think, how do I rate this album? You know, it's better than his other albums which is, do you believe it or not? (laughs) More like it's cohesive, um, believe it or not. But there are some downers on here. You know what? I'm going to go run of the mill. I'm going to give him an average negative three shocks to the system. He put a lot of effort in. He didn't read the book, though. Uh, I love Billy Idol. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Because, like, he is such a larger-than-life weird, like, personality so thank you for having me here to like talk Aww. about this album uh you know it's it's fun it was fun it was really long and it, but it was fun that long rest helped
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah that sure did That sure and the three cups of coffee yeah you came in yes. swinging and i love it we're oh, so yeah yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll give our thank yous once we're done reading but we're also very happy that you came um yeah, I uh I weirdly liked more of this album than I was expecting. Um, I a lot of it really didn't work and you know, we've we've gone over those ad nauseum, but I, I do like the fact that he came into this with such like a genuine like almost like a little kid like discovering something new for the first time but then he just ruins it because he becomes the white man who says I'm excited about this thing now it's mine and I am the only arbiter of it and you're welcome you know it's just that awful like dichotomy and that's what ends up you know what wins out on this album that like genuine enthusiasm and like You know, and then it's all muddled by the drug use, too. You know, it's like he can't quite compose a coherent thought about it. He's just like consuming shit and he's excited about what he's consuming. And then he's like kind of like trying to... You know put his own spin on it But also he's just kind of Stealing from other people Like always right he's a cyber colonist He's you know he's the, It's the white man's hero's Burden's journey and It's um, you know it, it honestly ends up being kind of cliche But sometimes it musically works I don't know I feel right in the Middle on this one I'm giving it a negative 2.5 Shocks to the system Shocks to the system <laughs> or uh, <Mr>. hits.
1: <laughs> yeah i i mean i i enjoy this a lot more than i generally do um the albums we listen to on the show and and i think you know i i mentioned this previously uh, before the break um about that it it really or i, I think i mentioned it a couple times that it really it just gives me the same vibes as like a cheesy but really entertaining VHS tape, yeah, that you find at a yeah. flea market, and we love that. And we love we that. We love that. Um, I think you know, for all its faults, and there are many, uh, it it. I think it. I think it succeeds despite its it, or despite its faults, and almost because of its faults. Like it's so it's so cuckoo bananas and out there, and it's he's trying so many things that he really shouldn't. He's way in over his head. Uh, but he is just, you know, he's doing it anyway. He's like, yes, I'm going to, I'm going to do acid house. Yes. I'm going to do, uh, you know, like a techno bridge in this, um, bam, bam guitar song. And I'm going to, I'm going to become nine inch nails in excess and I'm going to paint myself as this, you know, cyberpunk hero, even though I'm like, uh, you know, just,
2: on heroin. wigged
1: out on heroin and GHB <laughs> all day and yeah. like oh but the twist is that the character was all along and this is his death dream or his, yeah. his like jacked into the matrix you know illusion um, I think you know yes it, it's, it's got a lot of problems but I really can't I, I, I think I think this is something you know that when it came out it was really reviled and really shit on and I think looking at it with fresh eyes this far into the future that he was envisioning uh that uh I think uh it's I think it's worth listening to. I think it's uh it's a, it's an interesting it's an interesting album. I can only really give it a negative one shock to the system.
2: Ah. Yeah, yeah. You know what? I think I think all of that rings true. Uh it's 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 punk and it's also uh white supremacy and the patriarchy. So I just it's just <laughs> I, don't know. I think but if I hear you, you take I out Shangri-La,
1: there's I don't even no. think you can really make that argument that much.
2: You can totally make that argument. Talk to the
0: system is like the beginning of like the whole context of that song. We we're talking
1: about it was yeah. like the early 90s, yeah. But he's not um, he's anti- this is still, I mean, it's very vaguely anti imperialist and anti fascist, but it He it,
2: literally it, takes fucking the the murder of Rodney King and fucking yeah. turns that into he's actually being murdered by police, and he's also saving the world from police But it was well being he, he
1: was still on Rodney oh, King's side. This is,
2: oh, no, that's, Ooh, that's
0: not that's how like you get That's some white allies That is some shit white, I
2: exactly, said. yo, that is some allies <laughs> ain't shit stuff, yo. It was yo, the Clinton era. No, oh <laughs> my God. racism, th- This is not the hill you want to die on, Mike Dunn. I'm, <laughs> I'm just telling dying you right on now. A hill. It's not, you're not going to be, it's not going to be right. You're not going to be right on this one. Um, right. Just like sure, I'm gonna yeah, you, ska it... versus New Metal Thunderdome. No, dude. That's oh yeah, insane. you think? Yeah. Oh
1: yeah, you think you've got mm-hmm. such great arguments? I do. I've, I've got I've got insider baseball on the on the arguments you're preparing. I've already prepared my counter arguments. Yeah.
2: So. Uh, well, you're gonna be wrong. Is
1: There's... this Team Ska versus New Metal? Yeah, yeah we're I'm having a battle. New Metal this new is, is, our, is gonna win. Our
2: finale, absolutely yeah, not. Gonna, team just ska like ska New
0: Metal won in the first Thunderdome. Nope. And we'll team Ska is
2: going to win.
0: I'm sorry. I'm team new metal. Ah!
2: (laughs) Well, you do like harsh noise. Um, (laughs) It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, It's fine. We're not going to get into that. That's our finale sneak preview of how we, me and Mike Dunn. It'll probably be our series finale because we'll never be (laughs) friends again. You can hear all of this and in our season series, Season finale, series finale. It's the end. We're all done. No, um, season finale. We have a couple more episodes before that. But first, we got to thank our incredible guest, Manny. Thank you so much for being on the show with us today. This has been so much. Andy, two, three, four days ago, as well. Additionally, <laughs> <laughs> it, it is it's truly a pleasure. Do you do you have anything that you want to plug or share or offer uh, to the stop? I of?
0: mean. I have like some projects in the work, but they're nowhere ready near to like see the light of day. I do have a photography and art Instagram though. It's the Wolf man-y. Um, It's like the Wolf man, but add an NY to the end of it. Uh, my clever little joke Uh, but I do a lot of uh, photography I'm learning photography and I do a lot of D&D illustrations and the like like that
2: hell yeah that's freaking sick we should probably book you we gotta get some actual professional photography done for our show we've never done it we don't have a photo (laughs) I'll try
0: my
3: best
2: (laughs) (laughs) so thank you so much Manny for being on the show this has been great Quite, quite yeah. the adventure.
0: <laughs> Indeed, quite the story. Love does labor on, huh? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Indeed. Um. So yeah, stoppies. We got only a few more episodes left of the regular season. Uh, we are going to be doing an episode with Mistress Carrie. Uh, which is fucking crazy of uh, of uh, WAAF.
1: Yeah. yeah. Oh, we got to run through the whole roster. Let's get Hillman on here. I
2: know. Let's go. <laughs> Probably not.
1: No. Uh, definitely not. Definitely not.
2: Um, <laughs> but yeah. Let's Mr. get
1: Opie Sh- and Anthony on the show. <laughs>
2: Absolutely not. Um, <laughs> Mr. Carey is coming on the show. We're gonna be talking about something. I don't know. We're we're gonna figure it out. Um, and then we have. Uh, I think that's our last episode before the ska versus new metal ultimate Thunderdome.
1: Indeed. And.
2: Uh, Uh, We are also going to be doing a very special episode, the white boy summer episode for our patrons. Uh, So if you are not a patron, you should uh, throw us five bucks a month and we'll give you uh, exclusive content every single uh, month. We'll have an extra episode that only you can hear. Um, Shout out to our new patron, Jason Grace, who uh, who gave us 10 bucks now. So he actually has the opportunity to start daddy doming us. Um, That should be fun. Um, so shout out to him for, for giving us cash. But if you want to listen to us all throughout our summer hiatus, we're going to keep playing, keep doing episodes just for the patrons until we come back, uh, in September. So, uh, check it out. Stoppies. We'll, uh, we're on, uh, the internet, make it stop podcast, uh, dot com, make it stop podcast at gmail.com and Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at make it Stopcast And. Um, send us a uh, what should they send us?
1: Send us uh, a one... diskette.
2: <laughs> send us a, a floppy, floppy disk, disk, a floppy diskette of uh, you know a uh... with a
1: single orchestra hit loaded onto it.
2: <laughs> yes, actually a series, a series of discs, so that we can have one sample per disc to to make a song. In. Yes, that works. That works. Uh, all right, we'll see you next time, stoppies. Bye. 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 <laughs> The Make It Stop podcast is produced and recorded by Heather McCormick and edited by Heather McCormick and Mike Dunn. We are part of the Boston Free Radio Podcast Network and affiliated with the Somerville Media Center in Union Square, Somerville. The music for our theme song is produced by Patrick Ahern. Thanks for listening.